Redditors who are married to Karens. How is it like? Not married to one but my mom is absolutely one. I spend most of my time with her in public apologizing to people after she's walked away. The one and only time it comes in handy is when I've bought cars and had her come in during the price negotiation phase. She's knocked off thousands purely due to how unpleasant she is and how much people want her to just get the heck out of the door. Weaponize a Karen. Nice. Married to one. She doesn't get why people think Karens complain so much. It's annoying for her and she'd like to talk to someone about this. My so's name is Karen and it kind of ruins these memes because she's very mild-mannered and nothing like them. Divorced an abusive Karen who was convicted of domestic violence, that's a misdemeanor folks, so she got half of everything. Totally worth it. My life before was a nightmare. Escape was priceless. Note, if you are in a similar situation, especially now what with coronavirus quarantines, and need someone to talk to, PM me. Also, it's okay to reach out to any DV shelter. If you're unable to do that, due to an abusive partner at home, it's okay to seek help elsewhere. Except hitmen. Avoid them. Was married to a male Karen. Everything, and I mean everything, could set him off. We were at a local taproom and his iPhone automatically connected to the Wi-Fi. Keep in mind, he had full bars on our cell service. The Wi-Fi was being wonky and wasn't working. The manager, super nice guy, comes over and asks how we are doing, while he washes some glasses in the dish pit on the other side of the bar. The following conversation ensues. Keep in mind, my husband is super irritated at this made up problem because our cell service is working just fine and he can literally just turn off the Wi-Fi. Husband, your Wi-Fi is freaking trash. Manager, I'm sorry, we recently upgraded our internet. And Cox is sending us a new modem. It's supposed to be here this week. Husband, if you say you have Wi-Fi, you should make sure it actually works. Manager, I know. I'm sorry. I'd be happy to restart the modem to see if that helps. Husband then ignores him and continues to talk under his breath about a made-up issue. This was my life for almost 5 years. The sense of entitlement was frustrating enough in public. But more so at home. I had apologized to more servers retail workers, neighbors, and random people in public for him in 5 years than the rest of my life outside of him. You know what, now that I'm talking about it, maybe he's not so much a male Karen, he's more like a piece of crap. My life has been a living heck. The number of times I have had to intervene to save the life of a customer service rep over Nichols is insane. I've asked for divorce now just a couple weeks ago. Guess how that went over. Stay strong. Lawyer up. Bury gold in a place only you know where it is. Prepare for war, but good on you. Not married to one, but my aunt is. My uncle is this soft-spoken giant. He never stands up to her in any way, except once, at their daughter's wedding. She was about to interrupt the ceremony to close a window because she was chilly. Everyone sitting close could hear her whisper I am going to do it, but I don't want to be in butthole. My uncle, in a calm quiet tone says quickly why stop now almost as if his filter just missed this one. I swear I could hear my dad snore two rows back trying to hold in laughter. Karen was not happy. Haha <laughs> that's great. 
My mom's a Karen. She is self-aware she is a Karen my siblings and I send her memes about it. When my stepdad divorced her last summer we were all amazed he lasted 17 years to be honest. None of us like going out with her it's terrible and my husband just straight up tells her no you aren't talking to the manager when we go in a place. I'll tell you guys a story my step told us. They are farmers and own a small beef and bee farm. They have a store they go to for bee supplies. The owner called my stepdad and asked him to please be the one to pick up their stuff because his staff was tired of dealing with my mom. He is the only one who went to the store for the next 5 years. Co-worker of mine is married to a Karen. He tells us stories multiple days a week how she drives to 4 different grocery stores and harasses the employees because their stock is low on the specific item she wants. My ex-wife is a Karen. In every sense but name. It was always so embarrassing. She was incapable of treating anyone like a human for the most trivial of occurrences. It was heck for me, as a person that's pretty forgiving and don't seek out confrontation. So in a one word description it was heck. Lol. P.S. She's very codependent and jumps from relationship to relationship these days. Not surprised. My mom is a Karen. She thinks the world is supposed to cater to her, serve her and everyone else is wrong. Once we went to Carl's Jr., she ordered four burgers, for the four of us. She pulls one out of the bag while the guy is getting our drinks and hides it. She complains that he forgot a burger. She pulls them out one by one and counts it in front of him. It's obviously missing because she hid it and he's swearing up and down he put them all in the bag. I'm stunned speechless and it happened so fast. She got a free burger and laughed as we drive off. I am just staring at her and she opens it up to eat it on the drive home. And she ate her actual burger like the fifth one never existed. I can't even explain how she is when she's in the hospital. She treats it like a luxury stay in a hotel. Ro, my condolences. Not married to one, but mom was a major Karen back when I was growing up. Mom can we just go was my favorite question. Then the apologetic nod as we leave the store. I really relate to this. All throughout my childhood it happened. I remember being an embarrassed 11 year old walking around apologizing for my mom's behavior in stores and restaurants it sucked. It's supposed to be the other way around. My sister is a Karen. Everyone feels so sorry for her husband. Everything is his fault. He is treated like a slave. She only addresses him by yelling. She constantly insults him. We have no idea why he hasn't divorced her or flipped out and attacked her. We have all told her to cool it and her response is that he's just so stupid. I could go on and on but my sister really is a horrible person. It's 4pm. Time for your dong flattening. My mom is a little Karen. As in, it's her name. But she's like a bizarro Karen. She will constantly ask to speak with managers and supervisors and bosses. But when said managers arrive, she unloads about the employee helping her out was fantastic. Hardworking and friendly. And then she'll spend 20 minutes trying to figure out if she and the manager know someone in common. 9 times out of 10 they do. As a kid it would embarrass me. As an adult it's one of my favorite things about her. She makes people feel good about the work they do. And it's really special to watch how wonderful she makes people feel. Plus she's got long gorgeous silver hair. Karen and I are crying with all the love and support. She's a wonderful lady. And to give my fair city a much needed boost, this Karen is a lifelong Philadelphian. Thank you all for making mine and my mom's day. Stay safe out there. A Karen. 
Not married but dated a male Karen for 8 years. He was a semi-successful business owner who was twice my age and I was young and dumb for a lack of a better word. The gist of our relationship was him trying to take over every part of my life. For instance he would order for me at restaurants and would dissuade me if I wanted to try something new. If I had a problem with something it would be brushed off but if he had a problem then he had to talk to a manager. Not knowing any better I just thought he was very particular and even started copying some of his tendencies like speaking up when I felt I wasn't getting the right service when I was out on my own. I realized who he was when we were flying back from Vegas and our luggage was heavier than when we flew in. Obviously we'd bought extra things which made up for the weight difference so as he demanded to know an explanation from the check-in clerk as to why if it was the same luggage would it somehow weigh more. I innocently answered that it must have been the extra shoes and clothes. He was quiet and paid up. Later he told me to not to do that again as he knew the reason why the luggage was heavier he was just trying to get away with not paying. At that moment a bulb went off in my head. This man who'd spent $1,500 on a stripper for his friend was making an already stressful job more stressful for the clerk in order to avoid paying $60. We broke up soon after and I checked myself on the Karen tendencies he'd rubbed off on me. My husband's ex is Karen. She's a classic narcissist. When one of our feral hens started acting aggressive towards other hens, my stepson named her Karen. Also, we live on Kauai, so we differentiate between feral chickens and the ones cage raised for food and or eggs. We have 5 or so roosters, 8 or so hens, 3 of which have 4, 6, and 8 chicks. We feed the adults oats and scraps and the chicks get chick starter until they can eat other stuff. We really love them. Except the roosters. They're righteous bastards. Kahan. Not the married to one, but my mom's a Karen. Literally overreacts to everything. Whenever something doesn't go her way you guessed, gotta speak to the manager or whoever is in charge. Sometimes really embarrassing to go out in public with her because she'll just yell at the service workers for the smallest of things. Also she has a bob cut. My mom was a Karen for a while. She literally didn't realize it until my brother and I started calling her out on it when we were early teens because we're embarrassed. She made genuine efforts to change, and a few years later was the sweetest woman you ever meet. Just saying there's hope. Not married to a Karen, but married someone with a Karen for a sister. Sill is the freaking worst. I hate more than anything going out to dinner with her, listening to her order food and talk to the servers. Holidays are also terrible. She sends out long lists of expected gifts list. She celebrates every holiday and birthday specifically for presents even when it not appropriate. Funny thing is one time I was away from the dinner table when the bill came and still waited for me to return to pay the bill by actually handing it to me. She didn't give it to her sibling my so or pay her half, but expressly handed it to me to pay. BTW. Her husband is an idiot and they are a match made in heaven. I'm sorry to disappoint everyone, but yes I did pay. There are many reasons as to why, but the biggest one is that it got me out of the restaurant faster. Also, it helps me control the tip. Another time we went to a family brunch where the bill was split. Karen still waited to see what other people tipped so she could lower the overall tip percentage for the waitress to what Sil thought was deserving. We didn't know this until afterwards when she bragged about it later so no one even knew to stop her. And she is invited to these family meals because she has two children we want a relationship with. So she has that emotional blackmail card. H on E Saint L Y she's perfect. She emakies me so happy. 
So happy y-o-u-f-o-u-n-d love. My mom is a Karen. Not fun. I think she was part of the reason the girl I love left because whenever she was around my mom behaved much better and put on a nice face. We argued frequently about my relationship with my mom. Hurts a lot. Don't think I can fully let this one go. I love my mom very much and she is generally a very nice person. I've spent a good while trying to put it to words accurately but it's difficult. Everything is very minor and very subtle. But it's constant all the time. It's not what she does it's how she does it sort of thing. She doesn't try to hide her behavior when in public. She just tries to put her best face forward when around others like everyone else does. I don't know if she is aware of what she does when at home because it is so minor and subtle. But I have a difficult time believing that since it is constant and other reasons. If you are concerned for me in some way, thank you it means a lot. Only one of my friends knows the specifics of my relationship with my mom so it's nice to receive support. To alleviate some of your worries, she doesn't control my life or actions. The pain she causes is dwarfed greatly by everything she has done for me. Without her I wouldn't have made it where I am today and I am extremely thankful and lucky to gave her in my life despite the pain. I do not think I will cut her out of my life. Less frequent contact helps but she is not so great a terror that no contact ever is needed. I look forward to seeing her spoil my grandchildren and know she will trust me to raise them not try to take over and do it herself. The pain of losing the girl I loved in a way I didn't think I was able to love is the greatest pain in my life. Thank you all for your kind words and sympathy. My mum did this with my friends. Everyone always said how amazing and funny she was. But behind closed doors it was heck. I couldn't convince anyone else otherwise. I taught my nephews, ages 9 and 11, about Karen's last year when they stayed with us for a week after school let out. After describing trays and observing them in the wild, they asked somewhere around day 2, is our mom a Karen? My reply, you words, not mine. I knew from the beginning that there would be difficulties but I loved her and made the leap to make her my forever partner. Yes. Her attitude towards certain people and things confused me at times, but by keeping an open mind and accepting her for who she was, everything has worked out well. We've been married for 10 years, we have a darling daughter, and I've even come to love my wife's kimchi fried rice. Karen not Korean. I didn't mean this as a joke and my dull bum literally thought the guy read it wrong. I'm very confused how I got more attention than the OP but thanks I suppose. It is the absolute best I love my wife. I didn't write that. Blink twice if you're being held captive. He seems to be held captive. He's under quarantine. I'm divorcing a Karen. Nothing was ever good enough. Everything had to be the most expensive thing and even then it wasn't good enough. It was exhausting and it sucked the passion I had for life out of me. Slept on this and thought of some more telltale signs. She never said nice things about me to me or to other people. My best friend came over for a barbecue with his wife and kids and her and her mother just mocked me the whole time to my friend's wife. My friend's wife confronted them about it. Even on our wedding day the part you say nice things sounded like a tentatively warm school report card. The nicest thing I remember her saying about me was I like how you make the salads. It's better than how I make it. The whole time that's the best I can think of. Divorced Karen. Haven't had a need to see a manager since. Thank you. But it is my favorite when family members or boyfriends swing by later to tell me they're sorry for Karen's behavior and that I'm doing a great job. 
Not married to a Karen, but my mom is a Karen whose name is actually Karen. Simply put, I haven't seen her in over a year because I couldn't take it anymore. Living with her was just an exhausting nightmare. Karen's world revolves around Karen. Nobody else's issues matter. If you tell her that you had a bad day, she'll give you 20 reasons why her day was worse. You worked 60 hours this week? Well, when she was your age, she would work 80. You're in the hospital after having major surgery? She has a pinched nerve in her arm, which is somehow worse. Your boyfriend cheated on you? She couldn't even begin to tell you about all the heartbreak she's experienced in her life. She complains left and right about anything and everything. If you're taking a week break after just getting back from college, she'll ask why you haven't gotten a job yet and claim you're lazy. If you're out to eat at a restaurant the food is always too cold or too burnt or too salty, you can only ever go to the places she wants to go to because everything else is crap. My entire graduation dinner she complained about how cold the food was. She thrives in getting attention and constantly seeks it, but she has very few actual friends. Facebook is her lifeblood and she's always looking to start something on there. She's the queen of sharing uninformed, misguided, conservative propaganda, which always starts fights in her comments. Also, if a tragedy happens in the family, like the passing of my teenage cousin, she'll make a big scene on Facebook and expect condolences from anyone and everyone, and makes note of the people who don't give her what she wants. Don't even get me started on the blatant racism. I've heard everything from... Watch out for black people on the subway. They'll try to take your purse to it should be illegal for those Muslims to cover their faces. You should be able to see someone's face. One of my best friends is black and she once told me, he's one of the good ones. They should all be like him. Minor. But the house always has to be spotless. You have a shirt on your bedroom floor. Pick up. You kids are all slobs. We have people coming over. No we don't and even if we do why would they be going in my bedroom? Her house is her house, and she'll let you know. Any object she has spent money on doesn't belong to you, it belongs to her. She also spends way too much money on home decor like oriental rugs, furniture, etc. But then complains about how she has no money. TL. DR. My mother is a Karen who is actually named Karen. Living with her is a nightmare. And before anyone asks, yes, my dad is divorced from her. Oh. Also worth mentioning. My mom doesn't need a haircut. Karen is a hairdresser. She gives the haircuts. Her clients are her main source of gossip. She spends all her time complaining to them about her life, how lazy her kids are, how much she hates her sisters, etc. As someone who had my hair cut by her for over 25 years, it's pretty exhausting to listen to. I'm not married to a Karen. I named the human that came out of me in 2007 Karen. She's 12 and hates her name. She wants to change it. Ouch. I've never met any Karen who wasn't already an adult. Come to think of it. I was married to a Karen. I'm sure the question on everyone's mind is was she like that at home? The answer is absolutely. She was the kind of Karen who it had to be absolutely perfect or I'm complaining. Restaurants. Stores. Anything. At home was worse. I couldn't do anything right. Any ambitions or dreams I had, I wasn't good enough to do, so why try? Ugh. So glad I divorced her. Bonus. The lawyer she hired was an idiot and wrote the paperwork up wrong, so she won't get anything from my retirement. Or the lawyer was giving you a break after having to deal with her. You never know they might have had a soul. 
My brother was married to a Karen. She lived to bury people and rarely went anywhere without a flask of vodka to fuel her fire. She despised kids and wasn't quiet about it. In the first year of marriage she decided her husband had to earn physical intimacy. So if she didn't like the way he painted the shed or groomed the dog or poured his cornflakes, and she never did, there was no reward. After 10 years he divorced her, moved to another state, and married a kind-hearted, generous, empathetic lady. Karen still can't understand why he dumped her perfect butt. Not married. Four years of a toxic relationship though. I broke up with her on Monday, again. We're kinda fricked financially because of this lockdown so we are just feeling things out for a month before we decide forger. This cycle is on repeat. I constantly have to cut her off and speak over her because of the way she treats people. Waiters. Sales assistants. Gym staff. Neighbors. Landlords. Randoms we meet in bars etc. Note, we were both waiters at the beginning of our relationship so she has worked in the industry, but still lacks empathy. She blames the waiter if something is out of stock etc. My second major issue, we are both English second language teachers. She teaches kindergarten, while I teach high school. Now that we are working from home I hear how she speaks to her students and it's really opened up another aspect of her personality that I don't like. She will berate a student for not understanding instead of evaluating her ability to explain. Crapping on 3 year olds and their second language doesn't fly with me. A lot of her behavior stems from a self defense mechanism due to insecurity. But that's not an excuse. She doesn't realize how mean she is to people, including myself. I'm a people pleaser that would rather sacrifice my own comfort than someone else's. She expects me to be in butthole to people because I'm a biggish guy with tattoos. I don't exactly look soft. It's toxic as heck. Please help. P.S. The freaking is so good it rivals most P. Easily. I do research a lot of self-help and am aware of the codependency and enabling traits in my situation. For those making assumptions based on one comment, don't be a Karen. I was dating one and she acts as if we're still together. Get the net. My mom is a Karen. Legit her name too. Could be the original Karen it is all based on. Don't think she knows the meme of her own name. Essentially she is such a Karen she got her name changed to Karen. And there is a lot of food sent back at restaurants. Karen? I love my beautiful wife to the moon and back and she is Amazing and STR wrong willed. Oon. My mother is a Karen. If something minor inconveniences her, she blows it up into a huge dun. Constantly complains belittles me and has a slight superiority complex. Same bro. My mum is a bit of a Karen, and we're pretty much no contact now so that should tell you everything you need to know. Whenever we'd go out to eat it's always too cold, they don't have the brand of sparkling water she likes. They've put ice in her drink when she didn't want it. She always has to make some kind of modification to her order etc. The list goes on. It got to the point where if we were out shopping and she said she needed to return something I'd just go somewhere else because I couldn't stand watching her be rude and argue with the staff. My parents are divorced and I live with my dad now instead. Part of the reason I barely see my mum is because I'd have to meet her in public, go for a coffee or something, and I just can't deal with the way she behaves in these places so I don't go. Engaged to one. She was raised as a princess by her military raised father. However she's super down to earth but god forbid you work in the service industry and mess something up. 
She worked at IHOP during college so it humbled her compared to her family. She just writes reviews now, good or bad, and emails corporate to complain. If something is wrong with my food she refuses me to sit there and eat it. Which I hate but I have gotten her better about it, I believe. So maybe she is just a recovering Karen at this point. I'm not married to a Karen but someone in my family decided to make a Karen family and let me just say. It is freaking heck. I do not go to any social event if said Karen will be there. Keeps the peace in my family tbh. Nor do I go alone with Karen. She is a nightmare to everyone in her path. From car guards to cashiers. Even her friends. No one can be better than her or smarter than her and she's just freaking exhausting man. The worst part is, her kids are becoming just like her. Not the kids too. My mom is a Karen. She literally cannot help herself but to tell other her opinion. She genuinely sees it as doing everyone a favor. It destroys her relationships with my siblings. None of my other siblings will talk to her. A few years ago we went out to eat. The restaurant served bread and butter before the meal. The butter was whipped. My mom, the former dairy farmer's daughter, insisted they bring her real butter. But the waitress went back to the kitchen and came back and told her what she had was butter. How dare she? My mom, who apparently is infallible in her ability to detect butter, started acting like a complete butthole to the waitress about it. She knows what real butter tastes like. I go to this restaurant often and my kids are there so my first instinct was to apologize to the waitress. That was a bad idea. As soon as I did my mom went into a rage about respecting your elders and walked out of the restaurant. To this day she still won't admit she was unkind to the waitress. You refused to enable her. Good for you. Early in our marriage I started seeing some Karen tendencies in my wife. It started because companies were legitimately jerking us around on things we needed and she was trying to be more assertive. Initially she had it compartmentalized. She'd turn it on when she needed it and turn it off once things were getting resolved. But she started losing her ability to keep it segmented and this entitlement mindset started bleeding into other interactions. It never got too bad, but I didn't like the direction it was headed. I finally said something one night after she'd gone into a store to return something, and came back after the car telling about how she gave the employee a talking to about how terrible the return policy was. So I just asked her, an hourly employee, with no say in the matter, upheld the company policy as she was trained to do, and you thought it was appropriate to give her a talking to for that? How do you think that made her feel? What would you have done to Ferranti if you had her job? Was it worth ruining someone if 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 ruining someone all the while I was circling back to the store. I parked the car and said something to the effect of, I think you owe that woman an apology. And I think if you take a minute to think about it, you'll do the right thing. She argued with me for a few minutes, because she felt like I was attacking her, but to her credit, she walked herself back in that store and stood in line for 10 minutes to apologize. That was a turning point for her, I think. Since then, even when people have legitimately screwed up, she's been much more patient, understanding, and polite. I'm grateful she was open to my critique because I have other Karens in my extended family, and I don't know if I could be with someone like that. Syl is a Karen. And her name is very close to Karen. One of her most recent masterpieces. Her daughter, my niece, had a big choir performance one night. My family, her family, and my Phil and Mill were going to meet for dinner. And then go to the show. 
My neighbor owns a very nice Italian restaurant in town, and he arranged for us to have a big table ready when we got there. We, my family of four, are halfway to the restaurant when my wife decides to check in with her sister with a text message. Sil Karen immediately calls back and casually says she's running late. She is always late, and that it would be best if we drove to their house to pick them up. To this day I don't understand how that will help us when she's already late and we had a rather tight window to have dinner. Big Karen throws a crap fit when my wife pushes back, so we turn around, pick them up and drive to the restaurant. We sit down, and she scans the menu, scans, asks the waitress questions, tells her a couple times she's not ready to order and needs a few minutes. Meanwhile we are all openly reminding her that we are on a tight window. Doesn't matter, Karen will not be rushed. It should be noted that my neighbor's restaurant has a single page menu that doesn't change and Karen has been to this restaurant many times. By the time she decides what she wants to order, we realize we now will not have time to eat. She gives all sorts of crap to the waitress demanding to go boxes for our meals that are just now being served. My neighbor then came to our table to figure out what was going on, and she immediately stood up to try to explain what was going on, and threw the waitress under the bus. As we were leaving, I pull my neighbor and the waitress aside to tell them what really happened, profusely apologize, tell them it absolutely was not their fault at all. Y'all keep dealing with that crap. Stop enabling it. IDK. Let me ask my wife. It's been an hour. Probably he won't reach us anytime soon. RIP mate. I read that as Koreans and was thoroughly confused and amused by this thread. I'll see myself out. There is another comment that looks like someone has genuinely replied to that haha. He's talking about the language barrier and his wife's Kim Kai fried rice. Best friend married a Karen. This woman is a whole different level of Karen. He makes a large 6 digit salary but has to work cycle shift away from home. She has the option to move from home so they can live as a family, but refuses because she has what she calls a career. She sells scents and works a clerk job at an hour office. They have two kids, she can't handle them. She makes him drive home from work every day so she can work out for 30 minutes in the evening. It's a 7 hours commute. He had to buy another vehicle because he couldn't take the company vehicle back and forth. So expensive and dangerous. There's too many things. Here's some. When she's working at home he has to leave the house with the kids and can't come back until she says it's okay. Insane spending habits on unnecessary stuff. Amazon. Sensi and other MLM products. Any negative things that happens in her life is his fault and he has to fix it immediately no matter the cost. She texts and calls him every 10 minutes at work to complain about him being away from home and how the kids drive her crazy. She made him buy her a luxury camper. 40k. So she can visit him at work. Came one time. She puts the kids in daycare even though it costs them more than she financially makes. Once more kids. Once huge renovations done but refuses to watch the kids while he does them. He has to watch them while working. Nothing gets done quick and that gives her anxiety and stress. Makes him 10 job fairs in hopes that he'll find a job making just as much money. It won't happen but he does it anyway to please the demands. It frustrates me because my time with him has literally become therapy sessions where he vents for hours. It's brutal and I hate that he tolerates it. The one that gets me the most is that she'd rather pretend to have a really good career than move with him so they can live a great family lifestyle, they'd save lots of money and they would be a much better parenting team. Comma. Comma it's a 7 hour commute. Nafam.
she helps me try to steal the secret formula. We never get it, but it's good to try. You know what they say when you leave the room? What? Poor bastard. My dad married one. She's an absolute nightmare. Apparently at work once she went outside to shout at a gardener who was making too much noise trimming a hedge. When she came back inside she found all her colleagues laughing and saying that poor guy got Karen. She was really shocked that her name got turned into a verb but her colleagues were spot on. Dear Karens and Kyles of Reddit. How has your life changed since your name became a meme? I play video games, and when I lose or beat people it doesn't matter, I get hate mail about punching drywall, I do in fact drink monsters at work, and I am always being laughed at and pointed out to friends about hey, look it's a Kyle in his natural habitat, my life is in shambles, send help. Listen, punching drywall is fun, never let them take that away from you. My mom's name is Karen. She absolutely loves the memes and shares them more than anyone I know. Ah, I see she's a woman of culture. I'm 38, so most people my age that I know aren't aware of the Kyle meme, but I know I can always count on South Park quotes. My name is Becky and my life is ruined. Kids keep asking me when the last time I punched a hole in a wall or where's my monster, or telling me to use my rage strength. I keep telling them there are two kinds of Kyles, Monster Kyles, and Pocket Protector Kyles. I am the latter. You are just a Kyle in denial. Not a Karen or a Kyle but I dated a Felicia when all that happened. She freaking hated it. I work with a Felicia and I have to actively stop myself from saying her name when I say bye as she's leaving. My name is Kyle. I listed an item for sale on Letgo and some dude offered me a monster for it. I didn't get it at the time and blocked him for a ridiculous offer, and then I saw the meme and it all made sense. Kyle here. Most of the people I somewhat know at work offer me monsters and ask if I need help fixing my drywall now. Take them up on it, resell monsters for profit. But once went to a wedding for a chad, and a becky, in Wisconsin. If I didn't know I was white before. I was at a wedding of a Chad and Becky in Florida last year. I think the dongs of the world had it worse when their name became a dong. I've only known one guy who went by dong. For a school project I shadowed him for a day and at the end of it he said, Tell your friends you worked with big dong all day long. I didn't tell my friends. I'm a Kyle. I get tagged in every one of those Kyle memes by multiple people daily so most of my Facebook is just that now lol. The older guys at work, 4555, that have discovered Reddit this year and now they call me Monster Boy. I don't even drink Monster. I work out so they say oh trying to get strong enough to put more holes in drywall. Comma I work out so they say oh trying to get strong enough to put more holes in drywall. I'm at work. Tried to hold the laugh. I failed. I'm a Kyle, and my life has changed drastically since the name became a meme. Every hour I must consume a monster in order to keep my strength up throughout the day. Also a Kyle can ward off unwanted Karens by shotgunning a monster at the moment of the encounter. Kyle the manager sees a nearby Karen approaching him in anger. Kyle downs a monster to restore his own strength and give himself the intimidating buff. It's super effective. Karen runs away in fear. My name is Kyle and I have no clue which path to take. My dad says that I shouldn't ever try monster, which I haven't, yet maybe, but my name is Kyle so I must live up to the meme.
Don't let society oppress your true nature. Let the Kyle be free. Well I never liked energy drinks but now I drink so much monster I can hear colors. It's been a wild ride. As a Kyle I gotta say we've been a meme for a minute thanks to South Park. People call me a Jew. Call me Kyle in Cartman's voice. Sing Kyle's mom is a bee which is hilarious because my mother's name is Karen. Karen here and I do seriously consider changing my name sometimes especially when I complain about something that isn't my fault. Like when I ordered Chipotle for pickup and arrived 45 minutes later and it still wasn't made so I asked to speak to the manager who asked my name and I really felt like a witchy woman for complaining. However, I don't have the haircut and I do think I'm a really nice person 92% of the time. Man that sucks. Maybe go by a nickname for the time being. I was named Karen at birth but always hated it, so I've always gone by another name. My son thinks it's funny to go shut up, Karen though. I'll also never have one of those dumbass Karen haircuts. Technically every haircut you get is a Karen haircut. What about Brad's and Chad's? I honestly forgot Chad was a real name. As a Jeff, I'd like to reach out my hand in empathy to all the Karens and Kyles in this thread. I survived the Jeff meme. And you will also become stronger by the end of it. My name's Jeff. And I'm proud of it. People just assume I'm the guy to call if they want crap fricked up. But I'm just kinda winging it. I can't even punch a hole in drywall anymore without people stereotyping me and going that's such a Kyle thing to do. Wanting destruction isn't satisfying when people expect it. I just want my life back. You were too reckless and we all caught on. Honestly as a Kyle my life changed for the better. I've always had an addiction for monsters and since the Kyle meme came out lots of my friends would buy me monsters as a joke. I'll never turn down a free monster so keep the memes coming. Name is Kyle. Hasn't changed much. I love the meme. Thoroughly enjoy drinking energy drinks and pretending to punch holes into things. Really feels like Kyle's won and Karen's lost in the memes. Well I'm off monster and have switched to carbonated dihydrogen monoxide. Doctor says I'm no longer pre-diabetic and I find myself punching fewer walls. On the downside, after finally removing my hat after all these years I've discovered I suffer from male pattern baldness. Comma well I'm off monster and have switched to carbonated dihydrogen monoxide. Ah, a fellow connoisseur of the spicy water. Welcome sir. Even though I know the Karen I want to see the manager memes, the Kyle meme is completely new. Would someone like to explain? Kyle's are monster addicted, drywall punching guys. Kyle? Think about the chads. I rarely see Kyle's reference on Reddit. I see more Kyle's stuff on Twitter I think. My name is Kyle. I've always been weird and so have most of the other Kyles I've met to the point that in high school I would ask every Kyle if they would prefer to have a hook or a tentacle as a hand. This was back in the Ninja vs Pirate debate days, because everyone I've met had an immediate opinion on which was superior. My name is Kyle, obviously a tentacle. I mean it's just a hook with muscle. Better for grip and punching. Makes no difference in my life. Also discovered just now that my name is used in memes. We welcome the boomer in our community. Not Karen or Kyle, but a friend of mine is named Katrina and was 16 during the Hurricane Katrina thing. Shortly after that she decided to go by Cat. Not even gonna ask Kevin's. A. Just assuming they live up to the stereotype. 
As if Kevin's know how to type. I didn't know Kyle had a meme associated with it. I spend a lot of freaking time on this site and have never seen a Kyle meme. Karen here and honestly even though it's dumb the memes kinda hurt my feelings or annoy me. I feel like I can't have a legitimate complaint without people automatically assuming I'm overreacting or being a bee. Also a local radio station did a whole contest about the Karens and their life and had people call in and complain about things Karens would do and it was the most ridiculous thing. IDK if I could change my name I would. That is not dumb at all. Your feelings are super valid. It really sucks to share the name of a persona that everyone hates. Such an awful meme that has escalated out of control. And that's coming from someone who used to laugh along with everyone else about it. I tried to get my so to call me by my middle name when we first started dating but it was just weird and never stuck. I got voted most likely to ask to speak to the manager when I left secondary school. People I know from school will now occasionally call me Karen and it annoys me so much. I'm so shy that I'm the opposite of a Karen. A member of staff could punch me and I'd still thank them when I left. Karen here. It has made me aware that I should be nicer. So now I am the most polite customer ever. When I called to complain you sent me the wrong pizza. Same. I like to think I was already nice due to having worked in customer service. But now I make sure to tip extra and be the most patient person on the planet. Not a Karen or Kyle. But, was on a balloon crew with a woman named Karen. Super awesome lady and very un-Karen. A few teen boys got a got a kick out of her name and I explained being a Karen on the internet. She was a little amused, but just went oh okay and went about her day. Try being a Carl Carl. Try listening to people yelling cool like Rick Grimes when you walk in the room. Try listening to kids whining Cheryl because they all watch that stupid llamas with hats show. Try having millennials quote Colhuiza lines to you and then have the nerve to act incredulous when you say you never watched Jimmy Neutron because it was a stupid and terrible show. No fictional character named Carl is ever the smart, cool, attractive heartthrob who saves the world. We're always the wiener, the stooge, the putz, the schmuck, the bonehead. You Karens and Kyles ought to be thankful. It's the Coles Kyles of this world that take the biggest blows and suffer the greatest persecution. You'll never have to know what this life is like. Count your blessings. And if you love your children, never name any of them Carl Carl. Carl up was a solid mother. I joined our Kyle and never looked back. See ya, virgins. My friend Kyle, yes. Spelled it way, does karate and is very strong and but the meme hasn't affected him at all. They are evolving. I know a Karen who is mid-30s with short hair. She honestly doesn't have the let me speak to your manager personality. She's a nice person. That said, she hates the meme. She grew her hair out and it looks good. She tried going by Kari but it's not taking off. It's kinda sad because it really got to her and she's a great person. My name is Kyle. It's made the hole I punched in my bedroom wall when I was 16 funnier. Made the hole I punched in the basement paneling funnier. My name's always been a joke though because my grandma named her dog Kyle about a month before I was born so growing up I would have to fight for attention with a dog. My whole life is a meme. Can't complain. INB4 username checks out comment. Things have died down but it still is really freaking lame. Kyle here, I'm 28, so everyone just called me a dirty freaking Jew and sang a song about my mom being a big fat bee. You young Kyles got it easy. 
My mother was Karen and I really want to name my first daughter Karen. Hopefully this will all have passed by that point. Of course it will. No meme lasts forever. In 5 years, current meme culture will join Rage Comics on the dumpster of unfunny stuff no one thinks about any longer. Based on baby name trends. I'm pretty sure most women named Karen are well over the age of 40 and probably couldn't care less about internet memes. Under 40, named Karen and I'm scared to even order at Starbucks, or anywhere that takes your name, let alone talk to a manager, and sometimes I just have to stop reading after 100 comments telling me to go frick myself. Also you can keep your kids, I promise I don't want them. My mom is a Karen, and my fiance is a Kyle. We just need something for my name now to complete the trifecta. Just be Becky. Chad won't mind. You all can't even comprehend what I go through as a Chad who is not a Chad. What about Joe? Cause it's ducking terrible everyone makes Joe mama jokes. I have a friend named Joe. He says that he doesn't mind the jokes but he never responds to them because he doesn't find it funny. I'm pretty sure he gets annoyed by them sometimes but nothing serious. What was your best year speaking to the manager right now moment? Friend of mine. She was getting chewed out over something or other. Finally the woman loudly demanded to see the manager. So she shrugged and got the manager. Manager comes out all confused. Angry woman demands my friend get fired. Manager is very confused but mom, I can't do that. She is the owner. This is one of my favorites. Short and sweet. I can see your friend just kinda throw her hands. Welp. I'll get the manager. Customer was getting all bitchy about a coupon. Cashier called me over. Normally, I'd just let it slide and accept the coupon. But then she had the audacity to insult my cashier. Claiming she was incompetent. So I denied it. Cause frick this lady. She got all pissy. Demanded to talk to the manager. Sorry. The manager left for the day. But the supervisor is here. Well then. I want to speak to your supervisor. She hissed. I am the supervisor. I said firmly. This coupon is not valid. Fine she huffed and left her stuff at the counter. Muttering about never shopping there again. Cashier was a bit shaken up. But I'm not very good at consoling so I just said. Frick her. We don't need her. No. That's a good response. I'd be cheered up at that. A salesman walks into the reception area where I happen to be. I ask him if I can help him and he barely acknowledges my existence. A few more attempts and he says wants to talk to someone more senior. At that moment one of the staff enters, who is older than me. The salesman immediately tries to flag him down and asks to speak to someone in charge. He points at me and says well the owner is standing right there. I own the building that the company I'm part owner in operates out of. It's in a nice office park with about a dozen other similarly sized standalone office buildings. We have a dumpster that gets empty twice a week that sits behind on the side of our building that has a nice fence around it. The way it sits the parking lot of another building is close to it. I'm ripping out carpet at my house and each night run by work and dispose some of it. We're not running production that week so there's nothing in the dumpster. On the third and last night before trash comes the next day, I notice a guy smoking by his car at the other office. As I'm getting ready to leave a car comes screeching up the side drive puts his brights on and yells at me to stay where I am. I pause and it's the same guy and starts yelling at me that he's calling the cops he saw me dumping trash into the dumpster. 
I asked him what he cares and he said he's on special patrol for this company. The one I'm an owner of and would be in charge of hiring anyone as it is. And I'm in violation and need to remain there. I asked him who he talked to and he said I don't know his last name but his name is Fred. We have never had a Fred work there. So he's blocking my exit and I start hearing a siren. This guy says something like here they come now you're screwed so I just sit there another minute. Enrolls a county brownie with his lights on and he comes strolling up and then says hey one eyed monster. What's up I said hey Andy I'm not sure but this guy here is trespassing on my property. His face at this point gets sheet white. No I didn't press charges even if you could. But I didn't see him around again. I don't know if he was confused. Mentally challenged. He sure seemed to have a short fuse. Officer Andy did take his info though I think more to scare the guy than anything else. The fact that you knew the officer really takes this to the next level. 10 years ago I was a retail manager for Bath and Body Works. One day during holiday a customer began going off on one of my seasonal employees. Like psychotically screaming at her because we were out of peppermint twist body lotion. I walked up and asked the girl to go cover registers and that I would talk to the customer. Customer began yelling at me. After another 5 minutes of insisting it was in the back. Her I want to speak to your manager. Me miss. I am the manager on duty. This is a popular item. We have none in the back. None of our other stores in the area have any more. You are welcome to look online but I doubt it is there any more either. Have a lovely day. She turned purple and asked for our customer service number to complain. It was the 24th of December. Back when I was in the air force there was a base picnic. I was put on the crew to get things set up. This task was finished, and we were just standing around bullshitting waiting for people to show up. A young looking guy, turns out he was in his 40s, but legitimately looked 25, walks up and starts talking to us. He introduced himself as the new operations group commander, and was a colonel select. He literally arrived on base that very morning, and heard about the picnic. A couple minutes later, our boss, a major, shows up and walks over to us. He said, hey guys I think the new OG might be here today. Be on your best behavior because I heard he's a real butthole. We all stared at him in horror. The OG just smiled, stuck out his hand and said, hi, I'm the butthole, but you can call me colonel. Are the dreaded moments where you can't tell if a young face is actually new or just a youthful looking, highly ranked officer. I always joke that they need to have their ranks floating above their heads like an morgue. Last year, I was working as the manager of a coffee kiosk, let's call it Star Fox, inside a store in a national grocery chain. It's literally my last day on the job, so I am completely out of shoots to give. My direct supervisor loved me, so my references are set and I'm just throwing caution to the wind. You smiled at me fricket, have a free drink, your children are well behaved, free pastries, who cares, and then... Drink B comes in an hour before I clock out. This insufferable pain in the butt orders her drink, then has me remake it, and I'm not exaggerating here. Four times. Finally, she says well, it's not quite right, but I'm in a hurry. I want a refund. Y'all. I made that drink perfectly all four times, she's just trying to scam us. I look her dead in the eyes and inform her that we don't give refunds when drinks are made correctly. She storms out in a huff and about 45 minutes later, I get a phone call. I was in your store earlier today and your barista was rude to me. Well, mom, we have several baristas working today. Can you describe them? 
Bearded man with a shaved head. Mom, that would be me. And I'm sorry you thought me not tolerating your scam was rude. I want to speak to the manager. B, I am the manager. And I hung up on her. To this day, I have no idea what she did after that or who she yelled at, but I completely don't care. That 30 second interaction made the entire job worth it. Let's call it Starfux gave me my first good Ellie laugh of the day. Thank you. When I was 19 I was promoted to manager of the front of the house in this little seafood place I'd been working at since I was about 15. On the bomb manager's days off, I'd be the only manager there. This woman used to come in and order the clam chowder about once a week, eat it all, and then claim it was made differently than the last time and demand that it be calmed. For some reason the previous manager always just did it. But it annoyed me that she was being rewarded for being dishonest since we had the same recipe and followed it exactly since the place had opened. I was just waiting for her butt to try it on me and finally, she did. I was the only manager there that day and sure enough one of the waitresses said she needed a comp for a table and there was the cheapest. I went over there and she told me last time you had all kinds of vegetables in this chowder. I'm not paying for it bahahaha. I was like, mom. We've been making that chowder the same way since the place opened and you know it as well as I do. So you can either pay for it like a decent person, or I can comp it and you are not welcome here ever again cue her demanding to see the manager. I nearly burst out in an evil villain style cackle when I informed her that she was looking at the manager. She tried to argue for a couple minutes and then finally gave up. Paid, and never came back. Paid, and never came back. Wait, that was not an option. A friend of mine will occasionally walk into the back of the store when asked to speak to a manager, then walk right back up to them and ask how he can help. He should change hats and insist he is a different person. Got contacted by a recruiter for a job in my own team that I was the hiring manager for. I told him that the job spec looked quite familiar as I had written it. What a useless recruiter. 2. I have one of these. Used to be a department supervisor for a library. Basically this meant I was third from the top in the system according to the org chart. And if my manager was gone then I was in charge of the building. One day a lady is in our department complaining about some bit of policy. Can't remember what. But think an entitled suburban mom getting mad we won't bend policy for her. She finally demands to talk to my supervisor when I won't budge. I smile. Tell her that's fine. Turn as though I'm going to get someone, but do a full twirl instead and hold out my hand. She looks at me like I'm nuts and I introduce myself as the supervisor and her she had a problem. The lady storms off to the front desk. A few minutes later one of the workers there comes back with this lady. Explains that she had a problem and wanted to talk to the person in charge. Which was me that day because my boss was out. The look on her face when the front desk worker pulled her into the office to talk to the person in charge and I was sitting there grinning was delicious. I explained that we still wouldn't be changing our system policy just for her. Have a nice day. Only time I've ever been able to do that. But it was fun. Not the manager. But a woman called the store I. 20 years old at the time. Worked at and I answered the phone. Me. Store name, Ravens Ray speaking, her, I need to speak to an adult, me, hold on let me grab one, hello, Ravens Ray speaking, she was not amused, but my manager was, this is the sass that I enjoy seeing, I did this but in person at my old job, the customer asked for an adult to take his order, 
I walked around the corner and came back repeating my greeting that I do with all customers. I look 15 but I'm 19. Having a baby face sucks sometimes d. My manager was from Jamaica. This is important. And was helping me get my cash register monitor working again. This lady comes up and waits a good 5 minutes even after we told her we were trying to fix the machine. I wasn't the only cashier open. But the other lady was older and a little slower. She starts getting really upset and he told her to calm down and wait a few more minutes. In his strong accent. She yells okay. I wanna talk to her manager because I can't talk to someone who hardly speaks English. His English was perfect but he just had an accent. He then looks at her and says I am the manager mom in the most monotone voice ever. And she says oh my god I'm never coming back here in the most pee off tone ever. Not the best story but was still funny. I had similar in a call center. Customer complained that the last time she called she was sent to India. I look at her account. She last talked to my manager who was born in India and has an Indian name but has lived here long enough to almost have a local accent. Maybe too late. Here it goes. I worked as a resident director aka the boss of the building for my university. Despite being in my 20s, I looked barely out of high school. Move in day for all the freshmen. The usual stuff happens. Crying parents and students. People trying to move in items that are not allowed. General crazy day nothing unusual yet. Cue to a mom with the typical can I speak to your manager body language and haircut. She walks up to my staff member and demands another room for her child. The mom yells. Insults my staff. Finally she is screaming for a manager. I walk up and introduce myself and ask for her to tell me what's going on. The mom cannot believe her eyes. Me. This young man was the manager. She insisted on getting the real manager. I pull out my wallet and give her my card with my name and title clearly printed and informed her that I was the real manager. She continued to huff and puff until she ran out of steam. Hours later I get knock on my door and it is the mom. She apologized for her behavior and explained it was stressful moving their child away from home. Emotions got the best of her and thanked me for treating her with respect despite her not showing the same. Reddit and loving misspelled words and stuff. AWW I like this ending. I was invited to a birthday party at a remote acquaintance's place. She introduced me to her husband and tried to start a conversation by you two work in the same field so the husband started to talk about his work, while I asked polite questions. Then he started to badmouth about a competitor of the place he worked at. He would claim there was something shady about the company, how they would scam customers and cannot be trusted. First I asked where he got his apparent insider knowledge from. When he couldn't name a source I looked at him and said, No problem buddy, just take the opportunity to ask anything you'd like to fact check, as you are currently talking to the owner of the company. The conversations around us literally stopped, and a very awkward silence followed, which I ended by politely saying goodbye. I used to manage a vape shop. We would get unruly customers all the time. Lots of cheap buttholes. This one guy comes in looking for a new tank. I show him our 3 most popular tanks. Too expensive. He then points at S tank on my discount wall. The tank was a first generation and it's about 4 years old. So I was very upfront with him. Yes sir. It is a cheap tank. But I will let you know it's not a very good tank. It's one of the first tanks in the industry and is not great. He insisted on buying it. So I sold it to him. And I'll let him know alrighty sir. Just be aware that we do not allow returns on tanks. 
So if you don't like it, we can't take it back. Q3 days down the road, he comes back bitching and moaning that I sold him a bunk tank. I said yes sir, I did, but I told you it was a bad tank and you still opted to buy it, against my warnings. I told you we won't take it back. He threw a massive fit and insisted on speaking to the manager. And this was after insulting me and cussing at me multiple times. I smiled and said okay and walked back to the office. Then I came back out and said I heard you needed a manager ooh while he was p. Give me a different manager. Sir, I am the only manager. Please leave my store. You are no longer welcome here. There was other managers. A district manager and a regional manager. But I had full autonomy in these matters and they'd be p if I had bothered them with this crap. His final words were you haven't seen the last of me I responded that's okay. The police station is about 400 yards down the street. If I see you here again, they will be called. And he just angrily stormed out never to be seen again. Sorry bro. I straight up told you not to buy that tank. You insisted because you're a cheap butt. You haven't seen the last of me. Narrator. It was the last he was see of. I took over as the head cross country track coach for a high school when I was pretty young. Honestly it was mostly the kids hard work, but I earned a little bit of a name for myself since the team started doing extremely well after I took over. So much so that being affiliated with the team as a coach would be a solid resume boost. This 40ish year old guy came in to interview for an assistant coaching position. I guess he was expecting someone older because when I sat down with him in the conference room he shot me a nasty look and goes oh. I was hoping to talk to the real coach. The stories of interviewees talking down to their interviewer never cease to amaze me. That's the person who is evaluating your fit. I got a parking ticket a few months ago. When I was waiting in line to pay it I started talking to the lady next to me. Apparently she just got fined under a new ordinance for keeping her work van parked in the street for a month. She was ranting and raving about how the city has become Nazi Germany because of laws like this. Those city councillors are bastards. How dare they I quietly listened and nodded. Well, I'm on the city council and I helped write that ordinance. We have it in place because people like her keep their cars in front of people's driveways and make it impossible for them to pull out in the morning. When I went to the cashier and was greeted with good morning, counselor her jaw nearly dropped. I can't even imagine this. If I went to leave for work and there was a vehicle parked in front of my driveway, I'd probably start doing physical damage to it. Just a fine seems like they got off easy. Not exactly what you asked, but when I was a kid, Late 1980s, my family took a trip to Washington DC, we were in a crowded elevator, don't remember where, and a lieutenant forced the doors open as they were shutting, he ordered everyone off the elevator for the one star general standing behind him, before anyone responded, a voice from the back simply said, quietly but firmly, number and then the shortest officer I've ever seen stepped forward, he ignored the lieutenant, and calmly told the one star general to wait for the next one. Which he did, because that short sumbitch had two stars. I'm imagining Cotton Hill as the short general. I run a support service for people without a lawyer. My clients, for the most part, are incredibly grateful and brave people. They are faced with navigating incredibly difficult legal processes alone. I respect each of them for the difficulties that they have to endure. Our service is limited in that we cannot provide legal advice. That will be important later. But some people just want the world to bend over backwards for their every whim. 
I had one client who was demanding that the court provide her with transport on the day of her hearing, over 100 miles. Whilst I knew this was not at all possible, I went out of my way to go and speak to the relevant people to try and make it happen. I informed her that sorry, no, the court can't provide that for you, and I can't make it happen as I don't work for the court. Furthermore, I wasn't able to answer her questions as she was asking me to provide her with legal advice. She became increasingly aggressive and was accusing me of obstructing justice for her, and for discrimination her, due to her not being British, and b, due to her disability. I remained calm as always, and tried to just make it clear that she was asking me to do things that I literally could not do. It came to a head when I became quite firm and told her that I couldn't do anything for her, and that I was going to have to put the phone down and get on with my other tasks. She goes silent, and then, in a curt voice, says those magic words. Can I speak to the manager please? The smile on my face spread. I am the manager. Euphoric. P.S. Honestly, I wanted to help her, even though she was being awful to me. Many of my difficult clients are incredibly stressed out, and the cuts to legal aid in the UK mean that so many vulnerable people are left to fend for themselves in the legal jungle. But there really comes a point where you can't let yourself be the sponge for other people's negativity, and you just have to put your foot down and take no crap. Not sure if this quite counts, it's more of a I don't have a supervisor moment. When I was a bright young new airman and the user I had terrible bosses. We had flight chiefs who are like a department manager in a store, but also a direct supervisor who's supposed to mentor you and evaluate you. My first supervisor royally fricked up my evaluation by mixing up my paperwork with another guy's. Then he changed flights and stopped being my supervisor. No one thought to get me a new supervisor. For 4 months, I was what's referred to as an orphan airman. Well, due to the paperwork mix-up I got called into the flight chief's office and royally chewed out for being 2 months behind on my training. They asked me who my supervisor was. All I could say was just I don't have one. They looked dumbfounded by their own ignorance for a moment then chewed me out and called in the guy who literally just arrived on base. Like the dude was still carrying his bags. Told him he was my new supervisor and that he'd be going into a meeting with the commander to explain why I was behind on my training. Basically getting and butchering and nothing else. Luckily in said meeting our commander and his chief had the proper paperwork and realized the mix up. They called out my flight chiefs for their bulls. Their lack of oversight which led to another airman getting an award with my paperwork. And told my supervisor he was free to leave so they could chew out the flight chiefs further. He walked into the office and thanked me for not being a crap bag and told me what happened. I used to be a cell phone tech in a retail store. We weren't employed by the main company. We were contracted through another company. So our manager hierarchy was separate. I was the only tech on one night. Which made me the acting tech manager. I am a woman. A guy came in and was immediately belligerent wanting his phone fixed. Came up to the tech counter. The conversation went something like this. Me. How can I help you? Him. My phone is broken I need to talk to the technician. Me. I'm the technician. What's wrong with your phone? Him. No. I need to talk to the tech out back. Me. I'm the only technician on tonight. Him. No. I mean the guy in the back who fixes the phones. Me. I am the guy out back who fixes the phones. Him. Why won't you let me talk to the real technician? You can't fix this. Me. Opened the window to the back to show him it's empty. I'm the only technician here tonight. What's going on with your phone? 
him. You're being very rude right now. I want to talk to your manager. Me. My manager is not in right now. I'm the acting technical support manager. How can I help you? Him. I need to speak to someone above you right now. Me. There's nobody above me available right now. You'll have to wait until tomorrow during daytime hours. Him. I don't have time for that. I work for a living. Me. So do I. As a technician. Him. I'm not leaving until I talk to someone. Me. I can get the store manager for you. Him. Yes. Go get him. He will take care of me. How freaking stupid can you get? That's what I've wanted. Me. Okay. I will go get the store manager. I did. She was also a woman. Him. Who's this? I wanted the store manager. Manager. I am the store manager. Sir. Him. She won't let me talk to the technician. Pointing at me. Manager. She is the technician. Sir. Him. Well she can't fix my phone. Manager. To me. Could we not fix his phone? Me. He wouldn't tell me what's wrong with it. I don't know yet if we can fix it or not. T manager. To him. What's wrong with the phone? Him. Defeated at this point. It's not sending texts. It's defective. I need a new one. Manager. To me. Can we fix that? Me. Yes. It's a known issue with that model. It just needs a software update. Should only take about 10-20 minutes. Him. Yeah. Like software is going to do that. Me. Will you let me try it? Him. Okay. Fine. Try it. But when it doesn't work I want a new phone. Me. Updated the software. It worked okay. It's been updated successfully and I backed up your contacts and photos so they're all still there. I tested the texting and it's working now. Is there anything else I can help you with? Him. Took you long enough. And you're very rude. Me. Okay. I used to work at an ice cream shop and on a night when we were short staffed, worked the line scooping ice cream with my team. I was helping two women who were kinda standoffish and I was doing my best to make conversation and be friendly but it was a little awkward. I had my customer service smile plastered to my face, and I knew I was a bit much but wanted to try and keep the energy up for my team. I got their scoops and sent them down to the register to pay and then was pulled to the back to handle a question from my team. As soon as I get to the back the person on the register said there is someone who wants to speak to you. Knowing we were short staffed I took a deep breath because it was going to be someone complaining about the weight or something like that. I walk out and it's the two women I just served. Although, they look at me and say, you're the manager I put on my biggest customer service smile and say yes. I'm so sorry is there something I can help you with? Oh well. This seems silly but we really wanted to commend you for being so bright and cheery. When we were waiting in line we saw you being so friendly with everyone. So um. Thanks. It was super awkward. So I laughed and thanked them and stood there awkwardly giggling smiling because I don't know what the frick else to do until they walked away. I went back in the back and did dishes or something because I couldn't handle talking to people for at least 10 minutes. It was a roller coaster of emotion. I feel this so hard. Sometimes I answer the phone at my job, restaurant host, so bright and so over the top and sometimes people meet me at my level and it's fun to just be super chatty and excitable. It's exhausting. Managers of Reddit. What was the worst case of I demand to speak to the manager you've experienced? I once had to redo a 500 print photo order of wedding photos at 1am. We were a 24 hour store for a woman who was flying out of Houston at 5am because she knew what 
she was doing and edited them herself, all online, and cut off the heads of everyone in the photos. Everyone, all of them half heads or no heads. It shut down my lab for 4 hours, 2 hours for the headless horseman photos, 2 hours for the Redos. I couldn't take any digital orders for that whole time. I had to reroute them in the system to our nearest location and have our auto dialer leave the customers messages, letting them know their orders would be ready by the time specified. Only at a store 25 minutes away. I have had jobs where people screamed in my face. I currently am in a career where I come home with bruises and bumps and scrapes from unhappy special needs students, and I have never cried at any job but this one. I literally had to go have a cry in the bathroom on my lunch break because it was so freaking frustrating and I had just gotten the promotion. At my shop we have a strict no return policy unless it is manufacturer error of course. Basically if you break it or have buyer's remorse your crap out of luck. We have 3 signs in our store that say no returns or refunds and on every receipt. This lady had buyer remorse because we bought something 3 days before and we put it on sale. She wanted to return it and then buy it back. I refused to do that because we do not need to have sales. She started flipping out demanding saying I'm too dumb to be a manager and for me to get the manager. I walked into the back office, waited 30 seconds and walked back out and said hi I'm the manager today how may I assist you. She then said she wanted to speak to the general manager. I repeated the process. She then asked to speak to the owners. I told her that the owners are silent owners and leave me in charge to do as I want. I make the decisions for everything. She insisted I should give her their cell phone numbers. When I refused to give them her number she said if you don't call them right now and give me that price I'll write a review. I laughed and told her that's fine. Leave one. I have 65 star reviews and 2 4 star reviews. That's it. 1 1 star is fine. Work for a passenger railroad in Cincinnati. 23. M. Wear reflective high vis shirt and pants. We have to run ahead of our dinner train and flag each crossing. Stopping traffic due to a ridiculous rule set by the railroad we run on. Mind you, we go 7 10 miles per hour. Fairly easy to keep up with. Saturday, I drive up to a crossing with the lights flashing already, and start flagging cars across since the train is at least one minute away. The middle-aged man drives up to me, stops before the crossing. I wait harder at him to come through. He speeds up beside me, and stops on the crossing. I don't know you're with the railroad, you could just be some yahoo what. Okay sir, continue on. The train is right there, why should I listen to some young kid like you because if you don't, you're getting hit by the freaking train. Now move. It'll be speaking with your manager as he drives off. I get pee and throw flag on ground. An hour later I'm back. As the train goes the other way. My general manager. 23. M. 6 feet tall is standing with me helping protect the crossing. Man returns. Yells at him who's your manager. It'd like to report him for being an butthole. Boss looks at me. Turns to him and says I am. Now get the frick off my railroad. Guy gently drives away. TLDR. Older man stops on railroad tracks. Is butthole. Manager is bigger. Better butthole. I work in the admissions department at a zoo. We work closely with the membership department and are really friendly with each other. When people purchase membership they get a card that says their name. How many adults. How many children. If they are allowed to bring in guest. Etc. The card says clearly that you must show it per card. Sometimes we are friendly or lazy and ask for one it for the whole group. 
Well a week ago some guy didn't have his id. Idk how he drove to the zoo since you need a form of id to drive. We told him that without an id we can't let him in. The guy got mad and started screaming at us. Saying random crap to us. He demanded to see a manager. Good thing our manager. For admission not membership. Was on site. She explained to guy that without id we can't let him go in. Showed him on the card where it explains to show it. The guy screams at her and the know who paid the membership I should be allowed to go in without id. My manager responded no id no entry. He asked her to see a manager. Her response was I am the manager. He then asked if there was someone higher than her he can speak to. So she told him if you want to do anything you have to speak with membership. So he goes to membership and what they told us is he was being in butthole and screaming that he paid for it and blah blah blah. The manager for membership was called and because he scream at him they deny his entry to the zoo. He might be right. Sounds like he belongs in the zoo with the rest of the animals. Rundown. Couple staying in double room. Female. 35. Male. 39. Male is built like a stone crap house. Totally bald and looks aggressive as frick. Female is like an Instagram model. Covered in tattoos and loads of makeup. Very pretty though. Stay. Two nights. Additional. They went to the same club as the group of 1921 years olds in my family room downstairs. Four people. So. They came in the first day and seemed like really nice people. But after 30 minutes they were having freaking vigorously for hours. How do I know because their room. Room 2 is directly above my living room. Whatever people do frick. It's natural. Except for the noise coming from these two made me think there was more like 8-9 people in there. So that night they started arguing. Mostly him. But it was non-stop. They went out. The kids downstairs went out. And at 2am. They all came back together. The man and woman went into the ground floor room and had an after party to 5am. At which point a guest left to go to the airport 3 hours early so he could actually get some rest. The man and woman went upstairs at 5am too. Only to proceed back to Frick until 9am. Around midday they went out. Then came back arguing. I should note that at this point. They had slammed every door in the house whenever they used one. She knocked on my door with a broken picture frame which has my rules and contact fire safety info on it. It was obvious that they had slammed the door open and it smashed. She handed it to me and said it just fell off I said okay he'll go vacuum up the glass out of the carpet. I said no need to worry they are only cheap frames. Okay, we're just going out they went out. They came back one hour later. They went into room 1 downstairs again and I had my flat door open because I was busy in the gust house and I heard them say we just went to the last post for breakfast blah blah everything after that was pretty normal. One week later I get this. Title. Manager ought to be more friendly and care about his guests. Pros. Clean rooms. Cons. When closing the door the information sheet was held up by a screw and a bit of glass over it which broke on my foot when I knocked and told the manager he didn't care or apologies. We had to leave early to go to a hospital as I had glass in my foot. Ugh the audacity. What did she expect a refund or something? It's funny because they don't know me at all. And if they did they would know I'm overzealous when it comes to making sure people are cleaned and bandaided or bandaged up in case of injury. It's like saying the queen ran into your local pub and down someone's pint and ran away. Also the hospital part what a joke. Our local A&E takes a minimum of 4 hours to be seen. They were only gone for an hour at most. An elderly gentleman demand I serve him and a cooked fish because dark fried fish is bad for his colon cancer. 
He proceeded to tell me to stick my hand in a deep fry for a few seconds and compare it to the color of the fish. I started getting crappy back at him at this point, and he kept saying he had colon cancer like it gave him a pass for being an butthole. I was so uncomfortable. This guy also came into my restaurant a few weeks prior to this incident and threw a fit because he claimed we didn't wash our hands. I invited him back to the kitchen area, if he wanted, and he threatened to call the Heath department. His colon cancer, getting crappy, being in butthole, noticing a theme here. I'm an on-floor supervisor for a call center for a benefits admin for roughly 62 high-scale client companies. I get a lot of those calls. However to take the cake. 1. This dude berated me for 30 minutes because we cancelled his Cobra Dental because he never paid us. Quote it is not my fault I didn't check my mail for 3 months, so I didn't know I had a bill to pay. 2. This lady whose mom was dying in hospice, the only reason I didn't hang up on her, and screamed how we were all freaking stupid moronic pewns because we used the term POA process when she had a guardianship, not a POA. She was so hung up about the term of the word that she would hang up and call back and get someone else just to insult them. This resulted in almost 20 calls just to call my agents freaking idiots and rand how she was a high paid lawyer and she would sue us. Again. Because we said the words power of attorney. Which BTW is the official process name designated by that company. Lady got a body lotion as a gift. This particular lotion was 5 plus years old so I explained that if she returned it and didn't exchange it she would get back dollar sign 1. She argued that the price sticker said $11.50 you're ripping me off how dare you blah blah. Yes mom. So I offered to show her something else so she can get her money's worth. She demands to see the ingredients of every product we have because they are all poison and she doesn't want to be poisoned. She starts asking me how each ingredient was made and sourced. I said I was happy to give her the number for customer service. She said she wanted something lavender BC she heard from a magazine that lavender is relaxing and a stress reliever. I show her every lavender item we have and she says she wants one that doesn't have poison in it. Finally convince her to get a lavender perfume to use on her linens. I tell her I need her to do the exchange and she accuses me of trying to steal her identity. She flashes open her wallet and closes it saying that's all you're gonna get. My manager had been watching this entire situation and finally piped up to reinforce that we couldn't do the exchange without Theod and she called us both ridiculous unhelpful thieves who were trying to poison her and then steal her identity. Long story short she read her id number and left. Next day she comes storming and demanding to speak to me because I sold her a defective product and she said that the perfume wouldn't spray. I took the cap off and sprayed it. The mist cloud was in the air nowhere near her and she started coughing and dry heaving and waving her hands to swat it away screaming at me that how dare I spray it because it was gonna poison her. I explained that she would have to press harder on the plunger in order for it to spray but it was not defective and I'd be happy to exchange it for another but they are all the same and would need to be pressed equally as hard. She then comically tried to spray it with the weakest finger strength I've ever seen. Then left in a huff about how we wasted her money. TL. DR. Psycho lady tries to return 5 year old lotion for full price. Then accuses us of poisoning her and stealing her identity. I run a comic book store. One day we're running a Pokemon card tournament. Woman comes in with two kids, 5 and 8 YO, and another kid's friend, 8. They show up, pay their entry fee. She then tells us that they've never played before. I'm sitting there like okay, hard mode time. 
I can do this. I've got an hour to build 3 decks and teach them how to play. I've got this. 20 minutes goes by and I'm finally at the teaching stage. Everyone is having a great time. I turn to the youngest kid and ask him to read a card for me and he says I can't read. What the frick? So I'll let the kids play and call the mother. I tell her that her kid can't read and can't participate in the tournament. She wants to leave him there. I want her to come pick him up. There was 2 staff members and 24 kids. No way I can keep track of one kid not participating. So I hit her with the I'm not a daycare line. What a mistake. This woman goes off. Yelling. Screaming. Demanding the owner. Etc. I tell her she's got to come get him and I hang up. 15 minutes later she's in the store. Screaming and yelling. She demands the owner's cell number. Frick no I'm not giving you that. She starts calling me names. Insinuating that I'm being mean to her because I don't get laid. At this point I ban her and her kids. Drop everyone from the tournament and tell them to leave or I'll call the cops for trespassing. They leave. End of story. Right? Wrong? Next day my co-worker gets a call yes. This is constables and I need the personal contact information for me. And owner as woman's name would like to press charges. My co-worker bless her heart says that she needs to see a badge before giving out that information and then ends the call. In this woman's infinite wisdom she got her husband to impersonate a police officer to try and get my personal cell number to harass me. I call my local police precinct. Unfortunately the call wasn't recorded so it's shaky grounds to press charges so that's where the story ends. I was young. Bar manager at a small town bar joint. 11pm Monday night. We usually closed around 10. But the KM and I were watching Adult Swim. Lady and her young 10 at most daughter. Guessing come in. Lady. I want a martini. Me. Sure. Vodka or gin. Shaken or stirred. Sweet. Dry. Perfect. Whatever you like. Lady. I said martini. I repeat. She says. A martini. A freaking martini. You know what that is. Right? I repeat. Lady. Just make me a freaking martini. Me. Mom, you obviously are confused on your order. I don't think I can serve you, especially since you are escorting and responsible for a child. You may be intoxicated. She shoots a C. Manager. Now, I literally do a slow mo 360 and flip my hat around. My bartender said some B was giving him a bowl full of a spoon's worth of bee soup. What's up? She demanded my name. Told me she was calling the governor in the press about it. I told her. Tell the news people we don't serve buttholes here. My boss, owner, reviewed the tape and said it was the funniest thing he'd seen since Judge Judy aired. I was doing sales. I forgot what the call was exactly but it went along something like this. Hey I'm Juseckard 313 from AMC am I speaking to John Doe? Oh yeah, I spoke to you recently about. I'm sorry I don't understand your accent are you even in America? Yeah, I spoke to you in town. We talked about service. All this was true. I have no accent either. Listen here you Indian B. I'm not Indian. I'm Russian. Whitest guy you could see. I want to talk to your freaking manager to get taken off your freaking list. Alrighty. I hand my phone to my super American boss who loves to argue. He started to argue with the other guy on the phone. Screams frick you buddy. And that is how I had to pull out my phone out of drywall. Well I work for a subcontractor and once I had to let a guy go the second week of his employment, 
He came into work high as frick and I told him to go home and sober up. Came and drunk. Came in and didn't work. Anyway he told his father some lies about the circumstances about me letting him go. So the father comes in and is really angry with me for destroying his son's chance of getting clean. He chews me out for a good 5 minutes. All I said was your son came into work so high I had to tell him to go home and sober up 3 days out of the 10 he worked here. Not a manger but a friend of mine is an assistant manager. I have this friend whose mother is has one of the worst cases of narcissism that I've ever seen. Also very much a sadist. Anyways, my friend works at a girly store and this lady buys crap, asks everyone how it looks and then proceeds to try to milk my friend for a discount. My friend instantly says no and then continues to be. Later, about 2-3 weeks later she apparently comes in asking if she could return the items. My friend instantly says no, because of their return policy. The lady got sassy mean and began asking in a very rude voice I wanna talk to your manager. Friend says hi, I'm a manager. Lady leaves instantly. Lady tries again later, like no. Obligatory not a manager but I witnessed this. I work at an airport for two crappy budget airlines. I just do the cleaning on planes. But I was out in the concourse waiting on a plane to unload before I could go and clean it. A man walked up to one of the gate agents and told her that he had an emergency and needed to be on the next plane to Seattle. Well, he had a ticket for a flight to Denver that was boarding in 15 minutes. He had already checked in, paid, sent his bags to the plane going to Denver, and gone through security. The gate agent explained to him that we didn't have any Seattle flights that day, and he wouldn't have been able to get his money back for the Denver flight. He looked confused and said that a Delta flight was leaving for Seattle in 10 minutes. He wanted on that plane and he wanted it free of cost. Gate agent told him no, she couldn't possibly do that and he started to get upset. Talked on the phone to gate agent's supervisor who told him the same thing. Eventually a manager walked up and explained that we don't interact with Delta at all. If he wanted a Delta ticket he'd have to go back to the ticket counter and buy our ticket through Delta. Even then the Seattle flight was in the final boarding process and he couldn't even walk from where he was standing to the concourse Delta is in on the time. The guy just kept repeating that he had an emergency and we needed to put him on that flight, which we couldn't possibly do. He was a super entitled jackass. Eventually the guy walked off and didn't get on the Denver flight, but his bags sure did. TLDR. Guy on budget airline flight to Denver wants us to switch his flight to a Delta flight to Seattle for free. We don't work with Delta. Guy doesn't understand how airlines work. He doesn't get on any flights that day. His bags go to Denver. Not the full manager, but assistant in rentals. Had a woman who booked the previous night. We got massively overbooked. Simply because I spent an hour on the phone with Travelocity and your company to get this reservation. This reservation means I have a car kept fighting me until the district manager took over and basically kicked her out because she'd gotten reservations to override the system and put it through. Even though we didn't have vehicles. We had a friend of a girl at our airport location book a car without asking day off. Had her fight me for 20 minutes over 5 bucks because her friend didn't have the courtesy to check if we even had a car for her. So this is back in my days of managing gentlemen's clubs. Got called over to the bank. Place where change is made. Funny money off your credit card is charged etc. To help someone out. Get over there and guy goes off on me. WTF. I can't talk to you. You're too dang tall. You're hurting my neck. Get me someone shorter. 
For reference I'm 6 feet 8 tall, round about 350 pounds. So I call over the other manager, who happens to be 5 feet 2 inches, depending on the shoes he is wearing. Guy asking for help slips out. You think this is funny? I ask for someone shorter so you call over a freaking midget. WTF. Short manager gets pee. Yelling ensues between the two. Ends up with midget manager punching dude in the groin and dude getting thrown out. Plenty of other fun ones but that one always makes me smile. The theater I work at has a customer appreciation week every summer where movies are free. Needless to say, every cheapskate within a 50 mile radius shows up. Not just our good customers. This makes it very, very busy. If you want a seat, you better show up 30 minutes early. Want to sit together 45 minutes. Some people come and grab tickets a couple hours early then leave, which is fine. But we warn them that they still need to come back early if they want to sit together. Well, two non-regulars that we've never seen before decide to show up 10 minutes before our most popular movie. They had gotten tickets early but wanted snacks. The line for concessions is super long and the popcorn machine is tiny and trying its best to keep up. Nevertheless, they join the line. It takes them them 20 minutes to get their popcorn and soda. They then try to find seats in the theater which is completely sold out. Surprise surprise, they can't find any. The come screaming up to the still busy concession stand, and the manager goes in and informs them that there are seats free, just not together. They say that this is unacceptable and demand we stop the movie, make everyone move so they can sit together, and completely restart the film. Um, no. My manager informs them that they should have gotten here earlier. They start screaming at her that we should have reserved seats and wrote them off for people who bought tickets early. They then demanded a refund for their concessions which were somehow half gone already. 1. You did not buy tickets. They were free. 2. We do not have numbered seats. We are a small theater and aren't that fancy. Also, we don't want to deal with that crap. 3. We are not going to rope seats off so that your entitled butt can swagger in 10 minutes into the movie. My manager gave them a refund just to get them to leave. They said they were never coming back. Oh no. An hour later she gets a complaint via email about the rude employees at the theater that should be fired. It was detailed. They hadn't realized that the head manager had been helping them. She had to walk away before she replied to that one. TLDR. Get to your free movie early. Sorry for the novel. Also sorry for formatting. I'm on mobile. Not a manager but I'm an optician. A woman comes in demanding to speak with the manager immediately. Well he's with another patient so I offer to hear her out and get started on whatever problem she's having so she doesn't have to wait with nothing being done. She says no. Walks over to the manager. Interrupts the patient he's with. This patient was a guy in his 20s and was having issues with his glasses due to a big change in RX. He actually was there earlier and came back just to discuss his options with the manager, and demands that the manager stop helping the guy and help her instead, immediately. My manager folded because it's retail and he didn't want to deal with his boss hearing about it. So the thing she was so upset about 10 freaking months ago she ordered contacts from us and had two valid prescriptions in the computer system. My co-worker ordered the wrong one for her. She only just noticed it was the brand she didn't actually want. Obviously she could see fine with them. My manager refunded her and gave her a year supply for the brand she did want. I just hope she freaking dies. She's a terrible person. I know all companies handle customer service differently but your manager seems a little 
Thin-skinned. She'll be back with another complaint expecting to be catered to now. Redditors who are married to Karens. How is it like? Was married to a male Karen. Everything. And I mean everything. Could set him off. We were at a local taproom and his iPhone automatically connected to the Wi-Fi. Keep in mind, he had full bars on our cell service. The Wi-Fi was being wonky and wasn't working. The manager, super nice guy, comes over and asks how we are doing, while he washes some glasses in the dish pit on the other side of the bar. The following conversation ensues. Keep in mind, my husband is super irritated at this made up problem because our cell service is working just fine and he can literally just turn off the Wi-Fi. Husband, your Wi-Fi is freaking trash. Manager, I'm sorry, we recently upgraded our internet, and Cox is sending us a new modem. It's supposed to be here this week. Husband, if you say you have Wi-Fi, you should make sure it actually works. Manager, I know, I'm sorry, I'd be happy to restart the modem to see if that helps. Husband then ignores him and continues to talk under his breath about a made-up issue. This was my life for almost 5 years. The sense of entitlement was frustrating enough in public, but more so at home. I had apologized to more servers, retail workers, neighbors, and random people in public for him in 5 years than the rest of my life outside of him. You know what, now that I'm talking about it, maybe he's not so much a male Karen, he's more like a piece of crap. Not married to one but my mom is absolutely one. I spend most of my time with her in public apologizing to people after she's walked away. The one and only time it comes in handy is when I've bought cars and had her come in during the price negotiation phase. She's knocked off thousands purely due to how unpleasant she is and how much people want her to just get the heck out of the door. Weaponize a Karen. Nice. Divorced an abusive Karen who was convicted of domestic violence, that's a misdemeanor folks. So she got half of everything. Totally worth it. My life before was a nightmare. Escape was priceless. Note, if you are in a similar situation, especially now what with coronavirus quarantines, and need someone to talk to, PM me. Married to one. She doesn't get why people think Karen's complain so much. It's annoying for her and she'd like to talk to someone about this. My so's name is Karen and it kind of ruins these memes because she's very mild-mannered and nothing like them. My life has been a living heck. The number of times I have had to intervene to save the life of a customer service rep over Nichols is insane. I've asked for divorce now just a couple weeks ago. Guess how that went over. Stay strong. Lawyer up. Bury gold in a place only you know where it is. Prepare for war. But good on you. Not married to one. But my aunt is. My uncle is this soft spoken giant. He never stands up to her in any way. Except once, at their daughter's wedding, she was about to interrupt the ceremony to close a window because she was chilly. Everyone sitting close could hear her whisper I'm going to do it, but I don't want to be in butthole. My uncle, in a calm quiet tone says quickly why stop now almost as if his filter just missed this one. I swear I could hear my dad snort two rows back trying to hold in laughter. Karen was not happy. Haha <laughs> that's great. My mom's a Karen. She is self-aware she is a Karen my siblings and I send her memes about it. When my stepdad divorced her last summer we were all amazed he lasted 17 years to be honest. None of us like going out with her it's terrible and my husband just straight up tells her no you aren't talking to the manager when we go in a place. I'll tell you guys a story my step told us. 
They are farmers and own a small beef and bee farm. They have a store they go to for bee supplies. The owner called my stepdad and asked him to please be the one to pick up their stuff because his staff was tired of dealing with my mom. He is the only one who went to the store for the next 5 years. My ex-wife is a Karen, in every sense but name. It was always so embarrassing. She was incapable of treating anyone like a human for the most trivial of occurrences. It was heck for me, as a person that's pretty forgiving and don't seek out confrontation. So in a one word description it was heck. LOL. P.S. She's very codependent and jumps from relationship to relationship these days. Not surprised. My mom is a Karen. She thinks the world is supposed to cater to her, serve her and everyone else is wrong. Once we went to Carl's Jr. She ordered 4 burgers. For the 4 of us. She pulls one out of the bag while the guy is getting our drinks and hides it. She complained that he forgot a burger. She pulls them out one by one and counts it in front of him. It's obviously missing because she hid it and he's swearing up and down he put them all in the bag. I'm stunned speechless and it happened so fast. She got a free burger and laughed as we drive off. I'm just staring at her and she opens it up to eat it on the drive home. And she ate her actual burger like the fifth one never existed. I can't even explain how she is when she's in the hospital. She treats it like a luxury stay in a hotel. That last bit about the hospital is the worst. Nurses are rated, not of the patient's health or the competency of their knowledge and medical skill, but by customer satisfaction cards. So our Karens often fill these out negatively based on whether they didn't like their low salt diet that is prescribed for their hypertension rather than actual medical competence. My mom is a literal Karen, as in, it's her name, but she's like a bizarro Karen. She will constantly ask to speak with managers and supervisors and bosses, but when said managers arrive, she unloads about the employee helping her out was fantastic, hardworking and friendly, and then she'll spend 20 minutes trying to figure out if she and the manager know someone in common. 9 times out of 10 they do. As a kid it would embarrass me, as an adult it's one of my favorite things about her. She makes people feel good about the work they do, and it's really special to watch how wonderful she makes people feel. Plus she's got long gorgeous silver hair. Karen and I are crying with all the love and support. She's a wonderful lady, and to give my fair city a much needed boost, this Karen is a lifelong Philadelphian. Thank you all for making mine and my mom's day. Stay safe out there. A Karen. Not married to one, but mom was a major Karen back when I was growing up. Mom can we just go was my favorite question. Then the apologetic nod as we leave the store. I really relate to this. All throughout my childhood it happened. I remember being an embarrassed 11 year old walking round apologizing for my mom's behavior in stores and restaurants it sucked. It's supposed to be the other way around. My sister is a Karen. Everyone feels so sorry for her husband. Everything is his fault. He is treated like a slave. She only addresses him by yelling. She constantly insults him. We have no idea why he hasn't divorced her or flipped out and attacked her. We have all told her to cool it and her response is that he's just so stupid. I could go on and on but my sister really is a horrible person. It's 4pm. Time for your dong flattening. Not married but dated a male Karen for 8 years. He was a semi-successful business owner who was twice my age and I was young and dumb for a lack of a better word. The gist of our relationship was him trying to take over every part of my life. 
For instance he would order for me at restaurants and would dissuade me if I wanted to try something new. If I had a problem with something it would be brushed off but if he had a problem then he had to talk to a manager. Not knowing any better I just thought he was very particular and even started copying some of his tendencies like speaking up when I felt I wasn't getting the right service when I was out on my own. I realized who he was when we were flying back from Vegas and our luggage was heavier than when we flew in. Obviously we'd bought extra things which made up for the weight difference so as he demanded to know an explanation from the check-in clerk as to why if it was the same luggage would it somehow weigh more. I innocently answered that it must have been the extra shoes and clothes. He was quiet and paid up. Later he told me to not to do that again as he knew the reason why the luggage was heavier he was just trying to get away with not paying. At that moment a bulb went off in my head. This man who'd spent $1,500 on a stripper for his friend was making an already stressful job more stressful for the clerk in order to avoid paying $60. We broke up soon after and I checked myself on the Karen tendencies he'd rubbed off on me. My husband's ex is Karen. She's a classic narcissist. When one of our feral hens started acting aggressive towards other hens, my stepson named her Karen. Also, we live on Kauai, so we differentiate between feral chickens and the ones cage raised for food and or eggs. We have 5 or so roosters, 8 or so hens, 3 of which have 4, 6, and 8 chicks. We feed the adults oats and scraps and the chicks get chick starter until they can eat other stuff. We really love them, except the roosters. They're righteous bastards. I accidentally ate my dog's butt last week. I was supposed to wash her but I slipped a little. Curiously though her butt tasted just like a goat's butt. P.S. I think that chicken's name should have been Kahan. Not the married to one, but my mom's a Karen. Literally overreacts to everything. Whenever something doesn't go her way you guessed, gotta speak to the manager or whoever is in charge. Sometimes really embarrassing to go out in public with her because she'll just yell at the service workers for the smallest of things. Also she has a bob cut. My mom was a Karen for a while. She literally didn't realize it until my brother and I started calling her out on it when we were early teens because we're embarrassed. She made genuine efforts to change, and a few years later was the sweetest woman you ever meet. Just saying there's hope. Not married to a Karen, but married someone with a Karen for a sister. Silla's the freaking worst. I hate more than anything going out to dinner with her, listening to her order food and talk to the servers. Holidays are also terrible. She sends out long lists of expected gifts list. She celebrates every holiday and birthday specifically for presents even when it not appropriate. Funny thing is one time I was away from the dinner table when the bill came and still waited for me to return to pay the bill by actually handing it to me. She didn't give it to her sibling my so or pay her half, but expressly handed it to me to pay. BTW, her husband is an idiot and they are a match made in heaven. I'm sorry to disappoint everyone, but yes I didn't pay. There are many reasons as to why, but the biggest one is that it got me out of the restaurant faster. Also, it helps me control the tip. Another time we went to a family brunch where the bill was split. Karen still waited to see what other people tipped so she could lower the overall tip percentage for the waitress to what Sil thought was deserving. We didn't know this until afterwards when she bragged about it later so no one even knew to stop her. And she is invited to these family meals because she has two children we want a relationship with. So she has that emotional blackmail card. None of them are on here. They are on shared Facebook accounts named Karen and Dave Smith. 
This exploded more than I could imagine. Thanks for the awards and my first gold. I actually know a Karen and Dave Smith. She's not a Karen Karen though. Their daughter is a crap though. I'm divorcing a Karen. Nothing was ever good enough. Everything had to be the most expensive thing and even then it wasn't good enough. It was exhausting and it sucked the passion I had for life out of me. Slept on this and thought of some more telltale signs. She never said nice things about me, to me or to other people. My best friend came over for a barbecue with his wife and kids and her and her mother just mocked me the whole time to my friend's wife. My friend's wife confronted them about it. Even on our wedding day the part you say nice things sounded like a tentatively warm school report card. The nicest thing I remember her saying about me was I like how you make the salads. It's better than how I make it, the whole time that's the best I can think of. Not married to a Karen, but my mom is a Karen whose name is actually Karen. Simply put, I haven't seen her in over a year because I couldn't take it anymore. Living with her was just an exhausting nightmare. Karen's world revolves around Karen. Nobody else's issues matter. If you tell her that you had a bad day, she'll give you 20 reasons why her day was worse. You worked 60 hours this week? Well, when she was your age, she would work 80. You're in the hospital after having major surgery? She has a pinched nerve in her arm, which is somehow worse. Your boyfriend cheated on you? She couldn't even begin to tell you about all the heartbreak she's experienced in her life. She complains left and right about anything and everything. If you're taking a week break after just getting back from college, she'll ask why you haven't gotten a job yet and claim you're lazy. If you're out to eat at a restaurant the food is always too cold or too burnt or too salty. You can only ever go to the places she wants to go to because everything else is crap. My entire graduation dinner she complained about how cold the food was. She thrives in getting attention and constantly seeks it. But she has very few actual friends. Facebook is her lifeblood and she's always looking to start something on there. She's the queen of sharing uninformed, misguided, conservative propaganda, which always starts fights in her comments. Also, if a tragedy happens in the family, like the passing of my teenage cousin, she'll make a big scene on Facebook and expect condolences from anyone and everyone, and makes note of the people who don't give her what she wants. Don't even get me started on the blatant racism. I've heard everything from. Watch out for black people on the subway. They'll try to take your purse to it should be illegal for those Muslims to cover their faces. You should be able to see someone's face. One of my best friends is black and she once told me, he's one of the good ones. They should all be like him. Minor. But the house always has to be spotless. You have a shirt on your bedroom floor. Pick up. You kids are all slobs. We have people coming over. No we don't and even if we do why would they be going in my bedroom? Her house is her house. And she'll let you know. Any object she has spent money on doesn't belong to you. It belongs to her. She also spends way too much money on home decor like oriental rugs, furniture, etc. But then complains about how she has no money. TL. DR. My mother is a Karen who is actually named Karen. Living with her is a nightmare. And before anyone asks, yes, my dad is divorced from her. Oh. Also worth mentioning, my mom doesn't need a haircut. Karen is a hairdresser. She gives the haircuts. Her clients are her main source of gossip. She spends all her time complaining to them about her life. How lazy her kids are. How much she hates her sisters. Etc. As someone who had my hair cut by her for over 25 years, it's pretty exhausting to listen to. 
My mom is a Karen. Not fun. I think she was part of the reason the girl I loved left because whenever she was around my mom behaved much better and put on a nice face. We argued frequently about my relationship with my mom. Hurts a lot. Don't think I can fully let this one go. I love my mom very much and she is generally a very nice person. I've spent a good while trying to put it to words accurately but it's difficult. Everything is very minor and very subtle. But it's constant all the time. It's not what she does it's how she does it sort of thing. She doesn't try to hide her behavior when in public. She just tries to put her best face forward when around others like everyone else does. I don't know if she is aware of what she does when at home because it is so minor and subtle. But I have a difficult time believing that since it is constant and other reasons. To those concerned for me in some way. Thank you it means a lot. Only one of my friends knows the specifics of my relationship with my mom so it's nice to receive support. To alleviate some of your worries. She doesn't control my life or actions. The pain she causes is dwarfed greatly by everything she has done for me. Without her I wouldn't have made it where I am today and I am extremely thankful and lucky to gave her in my life despite the pain. I do not think I will cut her out of my life. Less frequent contact helps but she is not so great a terror that no contact ever is needed. I look forward to seeing her spoil my grandchildren and know she will trust me to raise them not try to take over and do it herself. The pain of losing the girl I loved in a way I didn't think I was able to love is the greatest pain in my life. My mum did this with my friends. Everyone always said how amazing and funny she was. But behind closed doors it was heck. I couldn't convince anyone else otherwise. I taught my nephews, ages 9 and 11, about Karen's last year when they stayed with us for a week after school let out. After describing trays and observing them in the wild, they asked somewhere around day 2, is our mom a Karen? My reply, you words, not mine. I knew from the beginning that there would be difficulties but I loved her and made the leap to make her my forever partner. Yes. Her attitude towards certain people and things confused me at times, but by keeping an open mind and accepting her for who she was, everything has worked out well. We've been married for 10 years, we have a darling daughter, and I've even come to love my wife's kimchi fried rice. Karen not Korean. I didn't mean this as a joke and my dull bum literally thought the guy read it wrong. I'm very confused how I got more attention than the OP but thanks I suppose. I'm not married to a Karen. I named the human that came out of me in 2007 Karen. She's 12 and hates her name. She wants to change it. Ouch. I've never met any Karen who wasn't already an adult. Come to think of it. I was married to a Karen. I'm sure the question on everyone's mind is was she like that at home? The answer is absolutely. She was the kind of Karen who it had to be absolutely perfect or I'm complaining. Restaurants. Stores. Anything. At home was worse. I couldn't do anything right. Any ambitions or dreams I had. I wasn't good enough to do. So why try? Ugh. So glad I divorced her. Bonus. The lawyer she hired was an idiot and wrote the paperwork up wrong. So she won't get anything from my retirement. Or the lawyer was giving you a break after having to deal with her. You never know they might have had a soul. Early in our marriage I started seeing some Karen tendencies in my wife. It started because companies were legitimately jerking us around on things we needed and she was trying to be more assertive. Initially she had it compartmentalized. She'd turn it on when she needed it and turn it off once things were getting resolved. 
but she started losing her ability to keep it segmented and this entitlement mindset started bleeding into other interactions. It never got too bad, but I didn't like the direction it was headed. I finally said something one night after she'd gone into a store to return something, and came back out of the car telling about how she gave the employee a talking to about how terrible the return policy was. So I just asked her. An hourly employee, with no say in the matter, upheld the company policy as she was trained to do, and you thought it was appropriate to give her a talking to for that? How do you think that made her feel? What would you have done to and if you had her job? Was it worth ruining someone's day over this? Do you feel better that you made her feel bad? Or worse, is that how you want people to remember you? All the while I was circling back to the store, I parked the car and said something to the effect of, I think you owe that woman an apology, and I think if you take a minute to think about it, you'll do the right thing. She argued with me for a few minutes, because she felt like I was attacking her, but to her credit, she walked herself back in that store and stood in line for 10 minutes to apologize. That was a turning point for her, I think. Since then, even when people have legitimately screwed up, she's been much more patient, understanding, and polite. I'm grateful she was open to my critique because I have other Karens in my extended family, and I don't know if I could be with someone like that. My brother was married to a Karen. She lived to berate people and rarely went anywhere without a flask of vodka to fuel her fire. She despised kids and wasn't quiet about it. In the first year of marriage she decided her husband had to earn steamy time. So if she didn't like the way he painted the shed or groomed the dog or poured his cornflakes, and she never did, there was no reward. After 10 years he divorced her, moved to another state, and married a kind-hearted, generous, empathetic lady. Karen still can't understand why he dumped her perfect butt. My mom is a Karen. Legit her name too. Could be the original Karen it is all based on. Don't think she knows the meme of her own name. Essentially she is such a Karen she got her name changed to Karen. And there is a lot of food sent back at restaurants. Not married. 4 years of a toxic relationship though. I broke up with her on Monday. Again. We're kinda fricked financially because of this lockdown so we are just feeling things out for a month before we decide forger. This cycle is on repeat. I constantly have to cut her off and speak over her because of the way she treats people. Waiters. Sales assistants. Gym staff. Neighbors. Landlords. Randoms we meet in bars etc. Note, we were both waiters at the beginning of our relationship so she has worked in the industry, but still lacks empathy. She blames the waiter if something is out of stock etc. My second major issue, we are both English second language teachers. She teaches kindergarten, while I teach high school. Now that we are working from home I hear how she speaks to her students and it's really opened up another aspect of her personality that I don't like. She will berate a student for not understanding instead of evaluating her ability to explain. Crapping on 3 year olds and their second language doesn't fly with me. A lot of her behavior stems from a self defense mechanism due to insecurity. But that's not an excuse. She doesn't realize how mean she is to people, including myself. I'm a people pleaser that would rather sacrifice my own comfort than someone else's. She expects me to be in butthole to people because I'm a biggish guy with tattoos. I don't exactly look soft. It's toxic as heck. Please help. P.S. The freaking is so good it rivals most P. 
easily. I do research a lot of self-help and am aware of the codependency and enabling traits in my situation. For those making assumptions based on one comment, don't be a Karen. My mother is a Karen. If something minor inconveniences her, she blows it up into a huge dun. Constantly complains, belittles me and has a slight superiority complex. Same bro. Managers of Reddit, what's the stupid reason a customer has asked to see you? Restaurant manager here. We provide complimentary bread baskets on our dinner tables. One lady clicked me over, because who doesn't love that, to tell me I was running the most unhygienic establishment that she had ever eaten in, and that, with her food hygiene level 3 certificate, she could and should have me shut down. Why the fuss? There was some jam on the bread, and I had clearly taken used breakfast stock and tried to cost cut by serving contaminated bread at dinner. I'd cut the bread not 10 minutes before, burning my hands on it as it was fresh out of the oven. Definitely not leftovers. I apologized profusely yet non-committally, removing the offending bread amid increasingly patronizing comments about how I really ought to know how to run a restaurant and that being so thick as to do this blah blah blah. On inspection. The red blobs of jam were drips of red wine from the bottle next to the bread basket that the lady had poured herself. Needless to say, I wasn't shut down. T. That's the word you are looking for. Suggested adjective. Dumb. I had this insane woman flag me down at a Chinese restaurant I used to manage. She very loudly told me she found a hair in her Mongolian lamb and showed me a long sauce covered blonde hair. For reference. I had short black hair at the time and the entire kitchen and wait staff on that night had relatively short black hair. The woman had long blonde hair. Instead of letting her cause more of a scene, I apologized and got the kitchen to make her a new serving to replace the meal. Even though she and her kids had essentially eaten the entire serving already, the part where crap started to really go down was when she came up with her family to pay. She refused to pay her entire bill due to the huge thick hair I found in my food which she loudly announced to the room. At this point, the restaurant owner came out and started having a screaming match with the woman for trying to rip us off. Her kids appeared to cry on cue. I sent my boss back to the kitchen and said I would figure it out. I turned to the woman and explained calmly that I would be happy to take the Mongolian lamb off of her tally, despite the replacement serving, so long as she paid the other $90 plus for the rest of the bill. She refused and called the cops because my boss had yelled at her. No joke. Best bit was the cops ended up telling the woman she needs to pay her full bill and that emergency services shouldn't be called for such petty reasons. Happy I'm not in that industry anymore haha. TLDR. Lady tries to use her own hair to get out of paying for her table's food. Aussie cops provide quality sass. I know this isn't what happened, but I am imagining a whole kitchen full of ethnic Chinese staff being accused of letting a blonde hair into the lamb. That is a rather absurd mental picture. Because a bartender properly poured a beer, it was Stella in the Stella Chalice. It's listed in the menu as 13.5 ounces and that's the full line. Dude asked the bartender to top him off as the head had died down a bit. Bartender does so and the guy wants the head completely poured off. Bartender points out the fill line and says that he can't just pour away beer head is mostly beer. Customer takes this as attitude. Dude doesn't like it and comes to me and since I hadn't heard this, I immediately point out the fill line. He ended up returning the beer. 
I like to think that he had to go to the bathroom where he would have walked past that lame 9 step perfect stellar poor poster that we have that specifically references the fill line and that the beer is supposed to have head. Oh, and I had to spend a solid 5 minutes explaining sales tax and how it applies at a restaurant, but not at a grocer. Mainers for a while made a glass big enough to hold a pint and ice as it was part of their bit to sell it over ice. The amount of people who watched me pour it to the line and then put ice in and accuse me of underpouring it were insane. I'm not trying to fleece you out of a CM of cider, I promise. Quite a few years ago I was working at a pizza chain and I had someone call in and ask an employee if we would honor a coupon that was over a week expired. My employee told her that we couldn't honor it but he would ask me. Before he got the chance to ask me she decided to make a big fuss was fairly disrespectful to my employee and wanted to speak to me about it directly. She complained saying it was only expired by a few days. I backed what my employee had told her. We wouldn't be honoring it. About 20 minutes later we got a call from her again and this time I had answered. She didn't make it the whole way through asking if we would honor before I told her the answer was still no. We had caller it so I knew it was her again. About an hour after the second call the employee who took the first call comes back to me saying there is a woman at the front of the store who wanted to speak to me about him not honoring a coupon. It was the same expired coupon. She told me that she would be going elsewhere for pizza from that point on because our service was terrible. Specifically that not honoring an expired coupon for a loyal customer. I had never seen her before and we had no records of orders from her. Was bad business. I told her she was welcome to go elsewhere. The ultimate kicker is that the coupon was for 50 cents off any order. It wasn't a big deal and I would have absolutely honored it had she not treated my employee like crap on the phone. TL. DR. Customer was rude to my employee so I wouldn't honor her expired coupon. Yeah, I thought she lost her chance when she started being a bee. Asking me what the showtimes were. They demanded I come over to guest service where they stood tapping their foot impatiently. Keep in mind I am in another part of the building. So it takes me several minutes to walk all the way there. I get to guest service and ask them what the issue is. They say we need to know the show times for today I give them a weird look. As the box office is literally right outside the doors with a huge marquee displaying the digital show times. We also had a huge digital McQueen sign on the inside of the building in the lobby displaying all of the current show times. It was also a weekday, so it was slow. We have the show times outside on the display board and box office. I mistakenly told them, well it's cold outside. This really baffled me as it was nearly 60 degrees that day and the husband was wearing shorts. 60 is warm as I live in the northeast. After reading them some showtimes they got mad well don't you have anything right now? I told them that no, we did not have anything starting in the next 5 minutes. They stormed off without buying any tickets. Don't know how someone ends up that entitled stupid and complains about standing outside in spring weather. Was the casino beverage manager in Vegas and was covering the pool bar manager that day. It was in the middle of summer and the pool team calls me saying an irate woman wanted to speak to the manager. I make my way out there in 100F heat, while wearing my suit and tie. This lady was seated in the VIP area and was complaining that her margarita had melted within 10 minutes and wanted me to give her a replacement as it melted too fast. Last I checked, being a beverage manager didn't give me control of the elements nor the laws of thermal dynamics. But, I tried to reason with her that it was 100F and we can't prevent ice from melting. But I sure as heck was melting in the sun with my black suit. 
she was totally livid and insisted that either we get her a replacement or to put her partially consumed drink back into the blender with more ice. Reblending the drink was never gonna happen as it violates a bunch of health codes. I turned to the pool manager and asked, did anyone verify her VIP status? As VIP guests have an assigned casino host which would liaise with me directly, or I would know who the VIP guests are during the pre-shift brief. Long story short, she snuck into the VIP area, so I got security to kick her out of the pool in a blink. If you're going to be crappy and sneak into a place, don't draw the attention of the people who can kick you out, that's double dumb. Customer comes to the bar and demands to speak to the manager, won't say why, won't deal with anyone else. He's told I'm not working for another 3 hours and says he'll wait. Stands at the bar angrily. Our staff call upstairs to me. I live up there. And explain he's just standing there touching. He realizes they're on the phone to me and gets angry because I'm upstairs and won't speak to him. Went down and asked the problem. When X ran this pub he used to have mild on tap for me. You don't. It's disgraceful. What am I mean to drink now? I explained that yes. X did stock mild and when I arrived I audited the stock and realized most of the barrel was getting wasted every week. So I stopped ordering it and switched to an ale that would sell. Dickhead is still angry and says if I order it he'll drink it. I tell him he'll have to drink 9 gallons in 3 days. Still adamant I should order it. So I told him I'd order a barrel. And if it didn't sell he could pay for the wastage. I got a spare barrel from another pub. Tapped it. Waited and surprise surprise. He had one pint that week and sheepishly vanished forever. Comma I tell him he'll have to drink 9 gallons in 3 days. A pint an hour for those who wondered. I worked at a Toyota dealership and a salesman said his customer asked to speak to the manager because Jesus told her that we would provide her with a car. I asked her if Jesus was paying cash or financing. She literally expected us to just go. Oh okay. Well. Pick out whatever tickles your fancy. As a server I got tipped in Jesus pamphlets every Sunday. I thought about asking them if instead they could pray that Jesus would pay my light bill instead of sending me Bible pamphlets. I get called over for a price match for a Lego set. I get there, and it's clearly a clearance price from a different location, which is a policy exclusion, of which I inform him. Shows receipt it's from a different location. You have to honor it. Clearance differs from store to store, but regardless. The price match policy excludes clearance pricing. So I'll call customer service and if they overrule you, you'll do it. I walk away while he makes his call. Of course, he doesn't get his way because the policy is available for literally anyone to read before doing all this horse crap. TL. DR. Just because it's clearance there doesn't mean it is always going to be here. The general public simply does not understand retail. I worked at a marine business for a number of years. I was the head buyer for a long time. One of the things we sold was anchor chain. We sold a lot of chain for boats. We would buy it in bulk and sell it for the same amount as online retailers when you account for shipping. In a lot of cases we sell 250 plus to a single buyer. I had a customer come in and want to buy 250 feet of 3 stroke 8 chain. This stuff weighed right around 2 pounds per foot. He wasn't happy with the price that was listed and asked the sales staff for someone higher up. I was the only one available and had to go deal with this. He pulled up the internet and showed me this place that was 3 states away had it for sales slightly cheaper than what we sold it for. I told him we wouldn't price match and he'd still have to pay shipping. The guy says no I don't. I'll drive to go get it. 
Great. Go get it. Fast forward two weeks. Guy comes in and I asked about his purchase. Yes. He did buy it and yes he did drive three states away to pick it up in his Honda Civic hatchback. He blew out both rear shocks because the dumbass didn't account for the weight of 250 feet of anchor chain in the back of a car. It was pure vindication. I manage a landscape supply yard. One of the customers came in saying our employee was very rude and refused to load him. Knowing this employee I knew they had to be a good reason. The customer asked the half black half Korean employee if a half breed like him knew how to operate the equipment. That was the first thing the customer said to him. Obviously had no problems telling the guy his business wasn't welcome. He proceeded to tell me how much he'd damage our reputation. And we'd hurt without his business. The guy spent under $5,000 a year with us. To put that in perspective, it's March with several feet of snow on the ground and I've had 6 sales over $5,000 today in just an hour of being open. We have not missed his business. Yikes, good that your employee knew he could refuse service without repercussion. When I worked for Apple years ago, a customer came in to buy a new iPod. Totally normal interaction, but before I ring him up, I ask him what computer he has to verify that he'll be able to use the iPod. This was the first generation of iPods that only worked with a version of iTunes that could only be installed on Macs that had an OS that could be installed on the newer versions with Intel chips. It comes out that his computer doesn't have an Intel chip, so he won't be able to use the iPod. I apologize. Explain that he can't use this generation, but the previous generation will work, and I can help him order one online, though we don't have them in the store. He says no, instead he wants a new computer. I say great, and begin to talk him through pricing and options. He says no, that he wants us to give him a new computer, that it's our fault he can't buy our new iPod, and we need to make it right. I tell him we can't do that, and he says we'll see and demands a manager. My manager really relished telling him to get the frick out of his store, in so many words. I've never had an iPod. But it always seemed some crazy hoops you had to jump through to get good use out of it. UK worker here for a large supermarket. Every little helps. Customer comes over this toaster is 25 pounds in Argos and 30 here what shall I do me? Buy it in Argos in her words she could not believe the audacity of me suggesting she go elsewhere so I stated we don't price match with other retailers called over a mangers whose opening words after I explained the issue were buy it from. Argos it's cheaper some people are strange. I manage a movie theater and oh boy, I feel stupid complaints all dang day. Being in charge of our customer review responses is a headache and a half, and the discounted days bring in all sorts of crotchety old farts. I had a lady complain that there were children in an auditorium showing a, wait for it, kids movie, when I was 9 months pregnant, bitterly fat and woodling. An old man snapped at me for not moving fast enough to serve him a beer. One guy once demanded movie passes because he fell asleep in the middle of the movie and was pee he missed the ending. An elderly couple threw a fit that I wouldn't accept coupons that were older than me. And, oh, the attempted scammers. My most recent instant was just the other night. A man was practically counting the ice cubes that went into his soda cup. And when he said that was too much and my concessionist poured some out. He got angry. Then when my concessionist asked what soda he wanted, just to clarify, he snarled some variety of the contemptuous what are you, new and cancelled his whole order, half of which had been made. Then he left. 
Then he came back 5 minutes later and complained that my concessionist wouldn't give him the other items for free. It didn't actually escalate to calling the manager over. Because the second he turned to flag me down he saw me staring at him and realized I had heard the entire interaction and just left. But Jesus Christ. I gave my concessionist a pep talk and some pointers on how I would deal with a similar situation in the future. And he brushed it off. But why people are like that I'll just never understand. Sadly, people are like that because it's cheap and easy to be a dong. At best you get something free, and at worst you get what you wanted as long as you're willing to pay for it. Terrible people recognize this and exploit the heck out of it. God I hate those people. I used to work in a bar. We added a new tap to start selling Carlsberg beer because of some promotion the supplier was doing. A few days later old guy demands to speak to the manager. He says that the Carlsberg tastes often totally wrong. Tastes fine to me but he says he's been drinking Carlsberg as his main pint for a year and knows it tastes wrong. I was the one who set up the keg line taps etc. So my manager takes me aside. At first I'm thinking. Ah frick. I must have up the beer lines somehow. Frantically running through all the steps to imagine what I could have done so wrong and if I've somehow been poisoning our customers with bleach or some crap for the last few days. Then the old guy says, yeah, you must have messed up big. I drink Carlsberg here every week, and it's never tasted like this. I'm thinking, what, we didn't sell Carlsberg here before a few days ago. So I call up the head barman, where the frick were we getting Carlsberg for this man before now, was it? Bottled Carlsberg or something? Oh him? LOL just give him a visor. He made such a fuss when we first opened that we didn't sell Carlsberg that we just gave him bud, and he's been drinking it ever since. Don't argue with him it's not worth it. So I went out back and fixed the taps. I apologize to the man, and I told the barman to give him visor in a Carlsberg pint glass. No more complaints. So I went out back and fixed the taps. I apologize to the man. And I told the barman to give him visor in a Carlsberg pint glass. Sir, I must make a complaint. I ordered a bud and you put beer in my glass. Not a manager. But when I worked at a Tex-Mex restaurant a woman asked to see my manager because she was supposed to get 90 cents in change but said she didn't want that much change so she wanted me to give her a full dollar instead. I told her if you don't want your change you don't have to take it but I can't just give you extra money. Even if it's just 10 cents. She then asked to see my manager who gave me the most really look and proceeded to politely tell her the same thing. I used to be a shift leader at Cinnabon, and the unbelievable amount of people who asked for stuff we don't have and get mad that we don't have it, is atrocious. That is ranch, meat, pretzels, glaze, chocolate. Our store phone was broken for a few months or so, which has been nice not taking calls. But it gets a lot of questions why we don't pick up the phone when they call. One person came by and said they called here and the manager told them they could have a free Cinnabon because theirs was dry and old. I asked if they talked to X, a previous manager who no longer works there. They said yes and I gave them the sassiest one our store phone hasn't been working for a few months so that is clearly a lie. They stormed off. I felt good about the rest of the day. Gimme some meat with that cinnamon bun. At the restaurant I used to work at a rule was actually made for serving couples. If the waitress is a woman they have to address the woman at the table first and if the waiter is a man he has to address the man at the table first. It's because of the numerous complaints we had about servers flirting with the customer's spouses. Imagine being that insecure. 
I don't want to believe you, but I have no trouble believing you. I'm not technically a manager as I don't manage a team. I am however in an executive corporate complaint department. So if they ask for someone above the manager they get me. A customer was transferred to me p that our bank didn't offer a weirdly specific investment product that one of our competitors offered. Ranted, raved, and argued for over 30 minutes demanding we offer this account. Wouldn't take no for an answer. Thought I could somehow create an all new account type unlike any other account we offered immediately. When asked why he didn't open the account with the other bank if they had what he wanted he, in the tone of 5 year old who doesn't get their way uses, whined but I want it with you I don't worry and it with TD Bank. I was a team leader for 3 field insurance adjusters a while ago. To be clear, insurance adjuster is not the sort of job that ordinarily has escalations. Occasionally I'd get a person who was pee about the check the adjuster was trying to cut for them. A lot of people don't know how insurance works and men think that if they total their 8 year old car we're going to give them enough cash to go buy a brand new version of the same. Beyond that, it's not something I normally had to deal with which was good because I was out adjusting claims and cutting checks and trying to hit my numbers right along with my team. So imagine my surprise when I get a call from one of my adjusters asking me to speak to a customer in person. The fuck, I am. Fortunately, not terribly far away and I had a gap in appointment so I head over. This is highly unusual and this employee is not known for being highly unusual. This particular adjuster was around 25 and very attractive. She was also highly competent and professional. All of these things are relevant. This guy dinged up his beta that he inexplicably had full coverage on. The cost for parts only exceeded the actual cash value of the car. So, she totaled it and was preparing to cut him a check for a whopping $500. A minimum our company set for crap cars like this is giving someone a check for $32.50 is more likely to enrage them. I should add that she did all of this fine, by the book. Work while the 65 year old man with a Santa beard, dirty overalls and who smelled like fesses was sexually harassing her. He was mad about her rejections of him. He was mad he was only getting $500. He was insistent that this pose was worth closer to $5k. Nope. She needs to close out the case. But the guy is being belligerent and wants to talk to her boss. She is feeling increasingly unsafe. She was coached following this that if she ever felt unsafe she should leave immediately and not stay to try to wrap things up. And calls me over. Dude first tries to negotiate with me over the ACV of his car. Nope. Then he just wants me to give him more money out of his loyalty to our company. Not gonna happen. Finally he tells me that he'll drop the whole thing. And accept the check. If my adjuster agrees to go out on a date with him. At this point I'm just done with this shit bag. I went back to my car. Printed the check and brought it to him. Told him to sign. I told him he wasn't getting a date with any of my staff and we were leaving immediately. If we left without giving him the check. There would be no check in the future. He begrudgingly signed and we departed. I went back to the office and noted that it looked like he was using his vehicle for hauling. UW followed up and non-renewed his policy. He officially became some other company's problem. Not really stupid, but just awkward. Medical office manager here. We are a specialty ophthalmology office. 
so we aren't quick to discharge because patients have very little recourse in our region. A couple of weeks ago I had to discharge a 70 plus year old male patient due to several sexual harassment claims from multiple employees over the past year. Each time I got a claim, I sent a certified letter to the patient stating the terms, you have 3 strikes and then you're out. First time he tried fondling the arm of one of our assistants who was taking eye photos. Second time he slapped an assistant in the rear on her way out the door. Third time, he had finished his appointment and was outside, but followed an assistant back inside and around the office telling her how sexy she is. On top of this, he continually made sexual remarks to staff members for the entire duration of his appointments. Anyhow, I sent a letter spelling all of this out, and effectively discharging him. Minutes after I put the letter in the mailbox, his 70 plus year old wife called because she wanted to reschedule his next appointment. She never accompanied him to appointments, so she was completely oblivious to the sheer baggery of this guy toward our female employees. I had already effectively discharged the patient in our scheduling software. So I couldn't move his appointment even if I wanted to, without re-establishing him as a patient. So I told her that we were about to have a very awkward conversation. I didn't know, honestly, whether it was legal to tell her anything. So I told her that he had been discharged but I couldn't really say why. I told her that I sent a letter, addressed to him, and that it went into great detail about why. I suggested that she speak with him about it after he received that letter. Of course. She grilled me for information. She asked, was it because of his conduct toward employees and I replied that there are very few reasons why we would ever discharge a patient, and that that was certainly one of the reasons. Otherwise, she was trying to squeeze blood from a stone. I wouldn't tell her anything else because I simply didn't know where the situation stood in terms of HIPAA and basic professional privacy etiquette. She hung up 10 minutes later, angry at me to the point of tears but also suspicious of her husband of 50 plus years. I bet the conversation at their dinner table was really tense that night. Lady demanded to speak to a manager because she couldn't math at all whatsoever. I'm not talking about taking percent s off a price. I'm talking basic little 1 plus 1 plus 1 math. We had a product on sale for a dollar and she bought 8 of them. She was absolutely befuddled as to why her total was not $1 and demanded to see a manager because the cashier was ripping people off. I had to explain that one of the product was $1. Well yes I know that. So why is it $8? I pointed to her bag and said there were 8 items there. But the sign says $8. That means I should get it for $8. It shouldn't be anything like that so I literally pointed to each one and counted out loud how many dollars she was spending. She paused for a while and went, okay, fine, but then my total should only be $8. Why is it more because tax? I had to explain tax to her. Mind you, she was also a regular. She had made many complaints before, all of them stupid but none about sales tax. It shouldn't have been such a foreign concept. My mom worked at a dollar store for a while. Every single day people would come up with 20 items for a dollar and a $20 bill. She had to explain sales tax to people every day. I don't understand how these people function in society. Children of a Karen. What is it like? When I was a child everything was someone else's fault. We'd speak to managers and stores restaurants etc. When I came of age, I joined the military and moved away as fast as possible. As an adult, 
My relationship with her was terrible. I was so frustrated by her asking me to come back to visit her area every time we talked, that I just stopped talking to her. Something particularly interesting had happened this past year. I went home to see my grandma on dad's side as she was passing. I called my mom and told her I was taking an emergency trip and would be in the area but wouldn't have time to see her. Her response? That's fine. I understand your family needs you. I was beside myself. I had known that she was working on herself for a while, but living so far away and speaking so little I hadn't witnessed it. Five years ago, she would have demanded that I leave my dying grandma to come see her. I came back to the area the next month and we discussed it more. She said that she realized that a lot of problems in her life and a lot of the unhappiness stems from selfishness. I am incredibly proud of the changes she's made in her life, and it has forced me to reevaluate my own actions pertaining to our strained relationship and my life as a whole, and I've come to a conclusion. I'm just like her. Comma I'm just like her. I relate to this on a spiritual level. My mother has the same issues with her mother that I have with her, and I know if I have kids, I'm just going to repeat the cycle. So I refuse to have children just in case I'm never able to exorcise that demon. My dad is a male Karen. I always hated listening to him call customer service on the phone, because he is such a complete butthole to whoever is just trying to do their job. My mom is a reformed Karen. When I was a kid she used to treat people in customer service like trash. When I was a teenager and in customer service positions, it finally dawned on her what a terrible human being she was being. She's turned around and been great ever since. I'm proud of her to recognize her faults and fix them. This makes me think of parents who are full on fire and brimstone against homosexuals until their kid comes out as gay and suddenly whoosh 180. I guess it's great that people change their views but it's quite crazy how insular we are, often as a species at least, until something directly affects us. My mom is somewhat of a Karen mostly in regards to restaurants, and I have an anxiety disorder. It's a combination made in heck. My sister is a Karen in recovery, and her teenage kids are mortified by her. They had a Karen intervention with her a few months ago, and pointed out that about 1 out of every 3 visits to her restaurant results in a meal or a drink sent back, and about 1 in 10 results in a conversation with the manager. Unresolved complaints over the phone practically have a pre-written script. This is unacceptable. Poor customer service, etc. She's trying to be more self-aware because she now recognizes that not only can her behavior be embarrassing, but she's a Karen caricature. If someone described the typical Karen by looks, age, race, tone of voice, social standing, they would be describing her to a T. Sure, it's Karen shaming, but we're living in a society here. There's literally nothing wrong with Karen shaming. Frankly it's embarrassing. You have to sit there while they shriek at a manager and cause a big scene. If you try to chime and you get yelled at, then they are in a bad mood the rest of the day. I've sat through hour long debates with managers over 11 cents disparity on a bill. Everyone is looking at you and you are just kind of trapped there. When my siblings and I were younger, she was great, but she's become more insufferable as she's gotten older. She has two voices, a talking to this voice and a talking to other people voice. Her other people voice is very serial killer like. She tells us not to shop at certain stores or stay at certain types of hotels when we travel because they are ghetto. She is never ever wrong. For anything. Even when I tear an argument of hers to shreds, she makes me apologize. 
I've never received an apology from her in my life, even when she screamed in my face for absolutely no reason. She's not exactly the let me speak to your manager type, but she will leave places crappy reviews on Google or Facebook if she doesn't like the service. Speaking of which, she is the queen of Facebook. The first couple months of the pandemic she wouldn't stop posting about how we all need to go back to living. Now that the protests have started, she's been ranting about how she didn't sit in the house for two months for it to be ruined by protesters. I've had to learn to just ignore it and be thankful I don't live with her anymore. It may also be worth mentioning my mom is a second generation Karen. My grandma is the little textbook definition of Karen. She's almost 80 years old and I still can't go to restaurants with her because I never know what she's going to say or do. My generation's Karen seems to be my brother. However, my fiancé already knows that if I ever start showing any trays of Karen then he is to immediately put me out of my misery. Your fiancé is brilliant. Me and my ex had a code word for when I started to act like my mother, who isn't a Karen but not somebody I want to turn into. The code word was only used once early on in our relationship so I'd say it's going okay so far. My grandma is banned from most stores in three counties. Before my hometown turned into a regular suburb, it was a semi-rural small town. In those times I could bring up her name and strangers would cringe. She wasn't a regular Karen though. She's an unapologetic white supremacist. So, I don't blame them. We haven't spoken with her in a decade or so. Comma my grandma is banned from most stores in three counties. I read that as countries. I must be used to the internet. Cause I just accepted it. It was humiliating. My mother treated everyone in the service industry as if they were idiot peasants placed there to serve her exclusively. However, she usually never brought her children out in public, so I was spared the majority of her behavior. She has always looked shockingly young for her age and it always seemed like she had kids really young. So that was a part of it. The other part was that she hated how I looked. We're an Asian family and I was always overweight. A complete taboo for women. She would comment about my appearance to every single stranger she could. Doctors, target employees, other kids, etc. Whenever she was forced to buy me clothing, she would comment to every worker how nothing looked good on me because I was ugly and fat. Then she would proceed to insult the workers. I always felt so ashamed by both actions that I could never look anyone in the eye. I could feel their pity radiating out and it was humiliating. I didn't want anyone to feel bad for me. I didn't want their dang sympathy. I didn't want to be a major point of ridicule. It has led to a lifetime of having too much pride. It's hard to laugh at myself now and I take myself way too seriously. I struggle to act less serious. But I spent so much time being laughed at. I can't take it and I hate it when anyone talks crap about anyone. Even if they deserve it. I have openly refused to trash talk a non-public figure for a long time. It's always toxic. Especially if you wouldn't say it to their face. My mother would also use her first language to openly insult people all the time. She bled entitlement. It was horrific. I'm so sorry. You deserve therapy. Love. My aunt is a Karen. Quite frankly, both our families flat out ignore her. She has no relationship with her kids. We didn't realize how much it impacted our lives until we grew up and saw that kind of behavior just makes everyone hate you. The only people that put up with her is Karen's husband and my mom, her sister. Even then the marriage is basically done. The number of times I heard the squeaky wheel gets the grease just makes me cringe to look back on. 
She was so proud of it every time too. Then I grew up and got a service job and it immediately sunk in. The squeaky wheel gets replaced. The bare freaking minimum to just get them to shut up and get out the door. And you remembered from that point on as a problem. So in the end, everyone hates her, including her own children. I have many patients who are children and their Karen mothers are probably the worst part of my job. I feel bad for the kids and husband the most to be honest. My mom is like 10%, Karen, 70% when she is hungry or upset. It's really embarrassing. Just deal with the mother as calmly as you can and give the kid some candy or something. It's utterly humiliating, especially when people are staring. I grew up in Texas but my parents are originally from Tennessee. When we were visiting Tennessee once, she remarked about how few Tennessee state flags were flown compared to the number that you see in Texas, so she thought they could use a little more state pride. She wrote letters to a few congressmen and I think even the governor's office to tell them to fly more flags. The next time we visited she'd point out every Tennessee flag we saw. Obviously you couldn't prove it was because of her, but admittedly there were a lot more that trip. TL. DR. My mom asked to speak with the manager of a whole state and got her way. This was a cute pit stop on a road of narcissism and sadness. Thanks for the story. My mom is a Karen to service people sometimes. She can range from mildly rude to a total monster at times. I used to make excuses, like one time when she worked as a realtor and in the middle of buying something retail, stepped away a bit to take a phone call. The lady had this obvious are you kidding, that couldn't wait another minute to finish this kinder expression I tried to smooth it over like oh sorry, she's at work always even when she's not at work kinda thing. Lady responded it's still rude and tbh that was the first moment I realized yeah, my mom is rude. Now if she's unreasonable I straight up tell her off. Usually ends in the two of us fighting and me apologizing to whoever just got yelled at. The worst was after my grandma died. She took her feelings out on everyone. After her being rude to a waitress for no reason. My brother told me to ease up since she just lost her mom. I replied. Every one of us here just lost a person we love but they gives her no right to treat others like crap. Especially for no reason. Yup. Grief is no excuse to act like that. Maybe the person she's yelling at also lost someone. My mom was slowly treading down the path to Karenhood. I would just hang my head and be embarrassed. But I didn't really know why it was so wrong. Well, a few years in retail fixed that right the frick up. So when that crap started up again I calmly explained that she's getting pissy at the wrong person and has to follow the same rules everyone else does. She shouldn't expect special treatment just because she's angry. Fortunately, she took the road less traveled and made an effort to be more understanding and calm. You have to realize no matter how many times you tell them their behavior is wrong or that they're just wrong in general, it will get you nowhere. I cannot tell you how many times my mom has said some ridiculous crap and if you say anything other than yeah I agree she plays the victim card. Usually indicative of a personality disorder. My mom will always exaggerate everything. She's got to keep up with her friends while they complain about how their kids are doing drugs, shoplifting, sneaking out. My mom talks about how I said the word crap and makes it seem like a cussed out an adult right before murdering them. I'm almost an adult and I'm not allowed to swear. And yes, the child swear words count too. Any word that can be used as an insult, counts. I would be way too tempted to embarrass the crap out of her by waiting until the next time she's with the friends and starts in about you start exclaiming, 
Mom. That's not half as bad as what you've said about. Friend. Other friend. Third friend behind their backs. And then possibly give a nice little ditty about some awful remark made about them. <laughs> Freaking terrible. She would yell at any person trying to help her if they said anything she just didn't like or agree with. Not only do I have anxiety from all that horse crap, but I also now go out of my way to be nice to anyone providing me a service as much as I can. I also make it my mission to make them laugh so they can be comfortable. My husband and I like to trade stories of when we can get people to smile or laugh. One time that sticks with me is when my couch was being delivered by Massus. I was just in the living room doing my usual crap of saying funny things and just being my weird self trying to make the two guys comfortable in my home. One of the guys stopped as he was cleaning up all the plastic that the couch was wrapped in and said to me, thank you for being so nice. Most people don't even look at us. I was floored. Not for the compliment, but that people would treat another human being that way. Just terrible. Also, shout out to my dad for always teaching me to be kind. My husband and I once took him out to Outback Steakhouse for his birthday and when the waiter came to take our order my dad insisted he sit down in the booth next to him because he didn't think he should have to stand to wait on us. I know that's where I get my cuckiness from but I love it. Being kind takes no effort. My mom will always want to see the manager for whatever slight thing. Once she waited in line at the service desk for something like half an hour because she thought she was overcharged a few cents for two bottles of dish liquid that was on sale. Then she gets up there to complain and she discovers that she was actually undercharged quite a bit. So she complained about not paying enough and the manager said he would have to write up the cashier for the undercharge but she can have the items. Like who wastes that much of their life on this stuff. She picked me up from the airport when I was coming back from a trip to apply to graduate school and she accidentally parked in the overnight lot. When she went through the gate the attendant said $20. She blew up and threw an unholy fit. The entire car was shaking. She was going to get them fired somehow. I was just trying not make eye contact as I was really embarrassed by this. I am bound for graduate school and my white trash mother is screaming at parking lot attendants because she parked in the wrong lot. The attendants finally just raised the gate and she gunned it out of the lot. And to this day she brings up this story as if it was a win. My dad is a Karen. KFC once forgot to put barbecue sauce in our order and he spent a full half hour writing an angry email. Next time I went in with him to get KFC he had a printout to scan for store credit. He also enjoys yelling at CS reps on the phone, especially when they're in a foreign call center. To be fair to him. He yells on the phone even when he's being happy. I can hear him from outside the house. But even if it's not malicious there's no way it doesn't come across that way on the other end. If I'm in a store or restaurant and I witness a Karening. Is there anything I can do to help? Seems like any intervention would only raise her Kareness. Although I don't mind taking some heat off a poor worker. Any ideas? Real or hilarious? Tell her that her behavior is ruining your dining shopping whatever experience and demand to speak with her manager. My mom once had some strong Karen tendencies, but she started channeling that Karen energy into activism, community service, and advocating for people, and it morphed into assertiveness and tenacity rather than rudeness. Honestly, she's an inspiration to me, because she took what was an issue for her and turned it into something positive that helps others. 
lots of nodding along and desperately searching for an opportunity to make a joke that lightens the mood or changes the subject. Very rarely am I asked outright for my thoughts and when I am I make an absurd joke to make it clear I have no interest in discussing it. She asked me how I voted once so I said I was confused by the ballot so I just checked everything off. That's what I was supposed to do right. I also don't make a lot of eye contact during those topics. And especially if I'm not the only one there I kind of distance myself a little. Engage with my nieces or the dog or something until I hear the topic has changed. Probably too late to the thread for anyone to notice. But let me just say that it is absolutely miserable. I can't go anywhere with her without her having some kind of meltdown. She can't even go to her restaurant without complaining about something. Nothing is ever her fault. Everything is always someone else's fault. Especially if they're an employee. She thinks the world owes her everything on a silver platter and if she doesn't get it right now, then they're practically conspiring against her to make her life miserable. A basic example, one time we went to Burger King's drive-thru, and after she's already paid, she asks the guy who hands her the food for a cup of Big King sauce on the side. They tell her they can't do that because they'd have to charge her for it. She responds to this by practically ripping the bag out of his hand and screaming oh, I thought this was Burger King. Whatever happened to have IT your way, B, and then peeling out of the drive-thru. Of course I chewed her out about it, but it's no use. She'll never change. She's infuriating to be around. Jeez, I'm sorry you have to be witness to that. At least Karens do a great job at teaching their child how not to parent. I am constantly wondering if the next white woman to go viral for calling the police on an unsuspecting black person will be my mother. My mom was actually named Karen. Her hair is the cut of actual meme Karen. Living with her was heck. She is no longer in my life. I have so many crazy horror stories I doubt many would believe me. She was a radiologist so she has frick you money to top it all off. IT was awful. So bad my sister and I convenienced my very catholic father to divorce her. He was an attorney and she managed to get her doctor pals to label her disabled so my father, who earned much less than her, had to pay her $270,000 for the privilege. The final straw for me was she only paid any attention to my daughter. When we had my son she wanted nothing to do with him. Dang that's depressing as heck. My sister's is a Karen. So entitled and self obsessed. She's never not sent a meal back at a restaurant. I figure she's eating a lot of spit. And now the Boogers and CM song from South Park is stuck in my head. It's like having a boss more than a mom. A boss who micromanages you from sweeping the floor to eating your pasta. A boss who complains non-stop about anything and everything. A boss who always says bad things to the seer. Dad behind his back. She never runs out if things to ask you to do. It's a torture. I don't even want to talk to her or stay in the same room with her. Thankfully I was able to leave home now. We still fight when I come to visit my parents but it's seldom now cause I don't visit them much. My sister's mill has another sister who is a Karen. She proves the stereotype beyond a shadow of a doubt. I have no idea how she hasn't had a stress induced heart attack from that woman yet. My stepmom is a certified Karen. Honestly it is mortifying to go anywhere in public with her. We went to Disney last year and she made this huge fuss that we weren't staying at the freaking Ritz Carlton. Then she loudly complained to the dining cast members at Pop Century what a dump s. When they didn't cook her specialty burger before everyone else's order. The kicker is that we, my husband and I, 
footed the bill for a lot of their vacation, but she never once said thank you. My real mom died of cancer and never would have been such a Karen sad. Infuriating. Both my mom and dad are awful to shop assistants. Despite the fact that I worked in the sector for 20 years, neither of my parents read shelf signage properly. But if there's a price discrepancy it's always the fault of the cashier and they're very fond of the you're not doing your job properly argument. Even if it's a penny difference, they'll kick off. I've seen my mum reduce people to tears before. Mum also uses her disability to her advantage and will scream for the manager. Throw the it's because I'm disabled card around and will then be nice as anything when the manager appears. They both shoplift too and see nothing wrong with it. I'm more than happy to help my parents with their shopping but I have to walk away once they go to pay because it's so exhausting. The shoplift part seems sorta criminal to me. My mom isn't really a full on Karen, but if she is very hungry she gets hangry to a new level. She'll get pee cause she can't decide what to order then take it out on the waiters. They get a pissy attitude from my mom and I feel so bad. I want to apologize to them but then again that would make my mom mad at me. Also, when she is in public she'll randomly stare at people and be like does she not own a hairbrush or some other comment like that. It's extremely embarrassing and I want to hide under a rock whenever she does it. I've started telling her to stop but then she gets upset with me like what they can't hear me but I clearly saw them look at you when you said it. Ugh. Any advice? My mom represents the complete opposite of a Karen besides being named Karen. TBH the stereotype gets a bit annoying because she really is a reasonable and understanding person. Love my mama. My mom's a semi-Karen, but my aunt is the uber-Karen. So when there's a family dinner with her present, I make sure to sit as far away as possible because the embarrassment is too much to handle. Her thing is to try to create her own meal by using elements of at least three other meals on the menu. I want the herb crusted chicken, bit roasted instead of grilled, and the sauce from the pork tenderloin, but can you put it on the side? And instead of grilled asparagus can you do the pot stick as appetizer for the side? But only two because I can't eat four and I don't want to get charged for four. She does this at low end chain restaurants. The goal is to make sure they mess up the order somehow and then she relishes sending it back. Then as the waiter is leaving she says, loud enough for them to hear. I mean it's pretty hard to screw up. I've seen her accidentally create a Franken meal that happened to be really close to something already on the menu. That's when she makes a few last minute modifications or makes up a deadly allergy to something so it remains complicated. The problem with being raised by a Karen is that sometimes, you too, are a Karen. Even though I worked in the restaurant and retail and call center industries to put myself through college, sometimes my own Karen will still rear her ugly head. Example, some poor soul at the IRS call center had to hear my ugly voice in the background while my husband was talking to them on the phone. Afterward I felt awful that I'll let my stress get the best of me. If I could send that woman a pack of beer and a manicure I would. My poor husband also. Most of the time I am not this way. But I had to teach myself how to behave because my mom was a terrible example growing up. You ruined my marriage? It is way too early man. Today, I bring you a series of dumb fricks that really don't know how to be a decent human being. Twa will call this person Chad. I had just gotten in for my 7-3 shift. My NA left for home. Within the first 5 minutes, I had a son of a bee walk up to me to the desk and lose his crap on me. 
We will call him Chad. Chad came downstairs and wasn't very nice from the start. It was like 7.05am, hadn't even had my second cup of coffee yet. Before I continue with the tale, I will just say, Chad yelled a lot at me. Just no, I didn't tell him to stop for a good reason. Me, good more. Chad, you seriously charged. What the frick is wrong with you? Me, I'm sorry, I'm conf. Chad, you charged me for the room. Me, yes. Chad, do you know what you did? Me, I charge you for your stay. Chad, no you destroyed my marriage. At this point you're wondering, what the frick? As was I, because what the heck was he smoking? Was it crack? Chad, you destroyed my marriage. Me, H how may I ask? Chad, you charged my card my wife is going to find out I was here. Me, okay. Chad, I was here with a different woman. We share a bank account. Me, I don't see how I am at fault for you cheating on your wife. Chad, because you charged my card I need a refund right now. Me, no. Chad, yes you need to switch IT to my awards points right now before she sees the charges and refund me now. Me, so, I do not have the power to switch any reservation to her points reservation. You either have to do that online or through our reservation service. Once you are checked into the system, there is no switching to points and no way to do a refund unless for a very valid reason and it has to be a valid reason. Chad, this is a valid reason. Me, was there anything wrong with the room? Chad, no. Me, check-in process was fine. Chad, yes. Me, nothing happened during your stay. Chad, no it was fine. Me, then why would I refund you? Chad, because my wife will know I was here that isn't my wife and that room with me. I got really annoyed and knew this was just going to go around in circles. Also, he is still yelling at me at this point. Me, okay dude, this is seriously your own fault. You chose to make the reservation without points. You saw the authorization go through. We charge your card for payment. You knew this would all happen. This is entirely your own fault. Chad, I need your manager right now. Me, no, you can call her tomorrow. She will also tell you no just a heads up, because we cannot help you with anything here. But Chad looked very confused and angry. I just slowly sipped my coffee staring back. Chad stood at the desk for a minute staring at me. He then took out his phone and started playing on it. Me, is there anything else I can help you with? Chad, yeah refund. Me, so, if that is all, I need you to please step aside so I can help the next person in line. And then at that moment, Chad realized the entire lobby was full of firefighters and other people waiting to get a receipt, check out, or get some tasty breakfast. The sheer realization that this man just yelled at me in a lobby full of people blaming me for his wife going to figure out about him being a cheating scumbag can't not be described. At that moment, my day was made, my life was made. He looked horrified, because he just admitted to an entire lobby that he cheated on his wife and he was blaming the front desk person for his own crappy, horrible, piece of crap move. That is why I didn't have him stop yelling, after he ran out of the lobby. He never came back down. He never called the desk. He quietly left the hotel. Firefighters and other guests were asking about him, and I just smiled and said, he messed up. People who don't know what loyalty is will be quick to blame others for the fallout, even if it means to make accusations of projection against their significant other who was loyal. Even if you didn't charge the room, and his wife found out another way, I'm sure that he will blame others for his actions, even her. 
I take relationships and love seriously. My fiance and I have our moments but never once have I ever thought of breaking a trust like that towards him. He might be a Kevin and does stupid things, but he won't ever cheat on me. Probably because he knows if he does I won't make him waffles anymore. I can see people not leaving if their finances are intertwined. A level of codependency whether it's emotional or financial. Worse is if you have children as well or a mortgage. Leaving breaking up divorcing can lead to a whole can of worms for everyone. Some end up better off. But I can see the merit of staying within a relationship and just cheat to get the physical taken care of and not disrupt everything else. Not that I condone it. For me personally, if somebody cheats on me and I am in a financial slum, I will not hesitate to leave their asses. I don't care if I have financial issues. My emotional connection is gone, because it's just filled with them cheating at that point. Especially if we had kids, that will end negatively for the kids, because I will forever be stuck on the fact he cheated and will never be able to let that go. I guess it all depends on the person though. This is the exact kind of douchebag that deserves a divorce with one of those frick him in the butt divorce lawyers. The kind that is drawn out for years that he has to pay for. How dare he get mad at anyone else but himself for being a cheating bastard. Good for you for holding your ground and letting him hang himself. This is the type of jackbutt who deserves frick him in the butt divorce lawyers with alimony checks on top of it. Super easy to hold my ground. I had an audience and I was enjoying making this man embarrassed. I'm not a cheater and hate cheaters but I can understand some of them. Society paints monogamy as the only way to be and if someone wants to have sex with anyone but their partner they scream about how that person can't possibly love you. When it's really not that simple. Some people have a very high sex drive and other people have none and all and would be happy to have sex once every 6 months. Maximum. People also ebb and flow during life. I.e. when they have young kids sex might be a task, not an enjoyable activity. That doesn't make okay to cheat. That means you need to communicate. The cheaters that I understand are those that aren't getting it at home and try to bring up conversations. But all it does is make the partner feel insecure because, since birth they've been told that if someone wants to sleep with another person they mustn't love you. So the person just cheats to get their needs mean and then goes back home happy and in love and fulfilled. That I understand. This is why more folks should realize that ethical polyamory is an option. Screw what society thinks. Sometimes one person can't fulfill all of the needs that someone else needs. And that's okay. You just have to communicate clear boundaries and expectations. That being said, screw cheaters and other people that break those boundaries. In a typical monogamous relationship, the boundaries are you won't have a relationship with someone else and people either need to respect that, talk to their partner about it, or get out of the relationship. You don't do something your partner trusts you not to do behind their back. I have a similar story. A few years ago I was a night auditor at a small comfort suites. A lady showed up wanting to pay in cash. No big deal we just need either $150 in cash or a card on file for incidentals. She tells me she doesn't have the cash and doesn't wanna put a card on file. For the spot I was at that usually meant drugs. I told her it had to be one or the other and she asks if it'll appear on her account. At that point I figured it out and told her it'll show a $10 authorization. She said okay and put the card on file. About 20 minutes later some dude shows up asking for her and I say I can't tell you if a person is here or not. It's policy. She comes down to get him and they head into the room. 
Around 6.30 a.m. a guy calls asking why his card was authorized at our location and is his wife there. At this point I nope out and give him the I can't tell you if someone is here or not. In all fairness, I could never be a cheater, but fun story. My kids are all very grown men now who earn more in a month than I ever did in a year as a desk jockey. When they were still in diapers I had to make a run to the local Tajay and Hubs asked me to get a new vacuum. The total for necessities and the new model bagless purple machine was dollar sign big for our budget. I paid, chatted with my cashier and then saw sweet mom friend from our playgroup. Still at the register chatting like a magpie while loading my cart, my cell phone rang. Paraphrased, but quite accurate. WTF. How did you spend more than you earn in a week at the Bullsey? How? Um. A purple vacuum. And diapers? You know. The list you gave me? Hey. Here's Julie. Say hi while I load up my cart. It never happened again. LOL. And Julie and I remind him frequently. Even though all the kids are grown. ETA. Sar. If you marry a CPA you're marrying his budget software. Likely an Excel 10 year rolling budget. Loved this. Hate cheaters and love seeing them get caught out. This made me laugh out loud. Could just imagine big muscly guy thinking he's all that then having to walk away like a naughty little kid who's been caught pinching the biscuits. This dude was actually short. I am about 5 feet 10. I had to look down at him. No sir. It was your wandering dong that ruined your marriage. Seriously what the heck is wrong with people? I can't believe the audacity of someone blaming others for their own actions. Loved how you gave him opportunities to lie and say something was wrong with his room or stay get that refund but he didn't think of that. Even if I gave him the opportunities to lie, it wouldn't give a full refund. 1. If you value your marriage, don't cheat on your wife. 2. If for some reason, you feel you must commit adultery, it is your responsibility to keep it secret, not some hotel worker. Hotel workers will always tell their co-workers, and it gets back to housekeeping, who talk in the hall about it. Guests over here and soon the whole hotel knows you're a major jackbutt. My iPad is happy I had nothing in my mouth. Also, I have no problem with my spouse seeing other people. We get to have a say in it. Sneaking around is right out. You guys agreed to that though. There's a big difference with just agreeing for a relationship like that. And a dude flipping crap in the lobby because clearly he doesn't want his wife to find out. The wife always finds out. Eventually. I bet she can track him on his phone and he doesn't even know it. Seriously, if you're at the point of screwing women in hotels your marriage is over. Just get the divorce and move on. This is my favorite story, from my favorite sub. Thank you, OP, for this crap-eating grin I'll be wearing for the rest of the day. I got you bruh. Don't want your wife to find out? Either book out a flea bag that takes cash, or use some means of payment where she doesn't have access to the records. Only thing that could make this better would be if one of the firemen hearing this was the wife's brother. Oh 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 I we I yash. Comma my life was made. He looked horrified because he just admitted to an entire lobby that he cheated on his wife and he was blaming the front desk person for his own crappy, horrible, piece of crap move. That is why I didn't have him stop yelling. Listen, you are s beautiful human being and I love this. I love you you majestic human being of earth. 
Haha <laughs> this guy is a freaking moron if it were me I would look around to see if people were around before I start yelling but this guy just went on and on. I wonder though did the wife leave him? I have no idea what happened to him. He never called or emailed my bosses, and they were waiting for him to call up to the hotel and flip crap. Of course he doesn't know how his awards points work. They are probably called loyalty points and it's pretty obvious he knows nothing about that so. It's not my fault, sweetheart. When they charged the card, my penis just accidentally ended up in that other woman's vagina. Big ol' whoops. Oh my god. I'm so glad you let him embarrass his cheating butt self. I just don't understand how you cheat on someone you supposedly love. I was cheated on so many times and felt I didn't deserve better so stuck around. But an older and wiser now and won't put up with that bull crap. If my fiance were to cheat on me, by Felicia. But I know he wouldn't relationships are different when you have trust. This guy was in butt, and then to blame it on you. Yeah he deserved that little bit of embarrassment. I have been cheated one twice. I instantly left them both. As soon as I found out, I dumped them. I am not sure what has happened between me leaving them then and now, but I am engaged and once they found out I was engaged, they instantly started messaging me and were trying to win me back. It was weird. She would e seen the refund anyway. What a dope. You did him a favor. At least he can try to lie about paying for a friend or something. LOL. He can try but fail I think. I'm sorry you're a cheating piece of crap sir, but I am unable to assist you in concealing this from your wife. Have a nice day. Good day to you sir. I'm reminded of Judge Judy when she says that if you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. But dude forgot to make the reservation with points. It's his own fault. If he wasn't a cheating butthole, he wouldn't have this problem. Why is this reminding of the Seinfeld episode where George lends his credit card to Kramer to buy refundable tickets, with the intention to cancel and possibly keep the points, and Kramer gets the non-refundable ones because they were cheap. Because both are funny. I had a guest yell at me because he stayed in a hotel on and tried to charge it to his company but had his wife on the bill for the suite so his company wouldn't cover it. It's not my fault you're not as sly as you thought you were. You are. I remember this one time this dude had the company pay for a room for his dad. It got really awkward because the dude's dad tried to get my co-worker to have sex with him for money. We thought the dude was with the company. We called the company to inform them we kicked the guy out of the hotel and told why. It was really awkward. If you can, provide all the information about the stay and fully write down your account of this so that his wife can use it against him lol. If she calls to ask if he was here, I will gladly tell. Big no no on policy, but my managers make exceptions. I just slowly sipped my coffee staring back Lomfeo what an idiot why would you pay with a card then get mad that card gets charged for the hotel stay that makes zero sense. This entire line of work makes no sense dude. I'm confused, the guy wasn't home with his wife, so the wife knew that. I'm assuming he's a local who said he's staying at a friend's house. This is what happens when one thinks with their dong. He checked out of that room and his marriage. I work for a site called Not Always Right and our readers love stories like this. Would it be okay with you if we shared your story on our site? We'd really appreciate it. Please let me know if that's cool. Thanks again for the great story. 
find out if the phone number on file is his cell or landline and if it's his landline you should call and leave a message and make up some BS about why but be sure to mention the additional guests on the room. Oh 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 that would be funny but I don't feel like getting fired. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.